welcome to the Broken Campfire Podcast. I'm your host, Andy, and I'm joined by John Flask, Vito, and Greg, and viewers at home keeping score. That's a five out of five. Like you should rate us on iTunes. When's the last time we had everybody here? Last week? 30, 40 episodes, right? Yeah, no, it was last week. Yeah, we saved Hyrule Kingdom. Last week, it was me and Flask doing a little episode called The Batman. Oh, right. So you guys did that and released that? How'd that go? I thought it was a good conversation. Uh, It was our most popular episode ever. (laughs) I think that we got a deal. We got several deals. deals. Uh, Well, me and Flash got several deals on a couple different shows. You're probably going to branch off. Screen Rant has expressed interest. Affleck is pissed. Affleck is pissed, but that's nothing new. Matt, yeah, da- Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon is actually on board, but he's he can't like say that publicly because you know Affleck pissed. Like it just wouldn't be oh, good bros. optics. Yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. What's so, the yeah, joke? But- the the joke here that that Ben Affleck is the other Batman. He did play well, Batman. Ben, ben Affleck can, has uh, played Batman. Yeah. Can Vin Vin Diesel play me in the documentary? Well, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Just say yes. I, w- I was thinking. Uh... What were you thinking? <laughs> what were you thinking? Was... Say it. What's the guy with the uh... God brain fart right now? What's the guy with the crazy eyes? Steve Buscemi. Jeff Goldblum. Steve Buscemi. I was thinking Steve Buscemi. I was thinking uh, Steve Buscemi. Who's, who's, uh, what's his name? And Nathan for you? Gary. His... I thought I was thinking of Nathan. Nathan Fielder. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Greg. I don't know why. <laughs> He's tall. I fucking lost the plot. I don't even remember what we were talking about. But welcome yeah, to our hit friends. podcast, The Batman. It's Check it out. Podcast. Oh, yeah. right, 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 right. Uh, hey, the I'm sure that podcast was great. Batman. Check Absolutely. it out if you've seen yeah. HBO's The Batman. It's coming out. No, not the, the Batman. That's a Enter different. the Badlands. This is, this the is Batman. Hit. I'm sorry, I didn't check my notes. You said it's Batman. Yeah, no, like who, the, the animal. Who, yeah, I know it, it sounds. Who, so, who, I know it. Who, I know. Who, I know. All right. All right, all right. You said Batman. But it's right. Batman. All right, that's fine. Whatever. Batman. Okay. Check that pot out. I think it's coming out on streaming next month, and uh, I'm gonna watch it then. I'll wait. I don't need the theater experience. I can wait. He doesn't need the theater experience. He says, "What a joker." Good for. <laughs> hey, friends. I think we should just start busting into roundtables. Bust. We're now, what, four weeks since the release of The Ring oh. and Flask, you're first up on my list. I think you're totally done. Oh, I've been done, and therefore I will not talk about Elden Ring this, this roundtable. Well, I just want I was just curious because I'm sure I'll touch base with everybody about it, but yeah. like, since you finished, are you just, what's your, what's your temperature? Are you kind of just oh, uh, done, a- or are you like a... Taking, a, little taking break. a break for the next yeah. one. Okay. I did cool. play cool. a hundred and over 120 hours of the game. And uh, I even had started another character, like I said, and uh, just messed around, but that was even before the patch. So now that there's a patch that has changed a bunch of stuff, I'm, I'm taking a little break before I dive back into it for like a genuine second run through. Cool. Yeah. But now on to the real what stuff actually you want to talk to. about. What you actually wanted to talk about. I've got a uh, a big weird one today, so uh, oh. I'm just going to advise you strap in, my friends. 
Oh man, finally shouldn't have put me first. You fool. Good, I was looking for uh, an AFK break somewhere. <laughs> right away, yeah. Oh, thank um, God. First is a correction to a certain claim I made last time. Oh, God, it's the fucking It's, <laughs> it's the, the corrections guy. officer. Oh, with his stupid yep. hat. Put my hat on. Hello. Um, I told you should have shut that door, Vito. <laughs> this is in relation to the, uh, the claim I made about Harry Potter. Um, like the taking the which house are you in quizzes, which I said always sorted me into Hufflepuff, right? Oh my fucking but god! <laughs> I decided to go. You had to check. I decided to go and check uh, Pottermore, which I guess has since changed. You, you okay? His name, you but... okay? Corrections officer, you like lonely or something? <laughs> yes, <laughs> well, but that's beside he just the point. Want to lie to the viewers? I don't right, want. Just, I don't want to just, mislead the viewers. He's just well, passionate. Okay, when we're I'm passionate huge, about my work, he doesn't want somebody fact checking us and be like, well, "Actually, <laughs> you said you were in." <laughs> you know, and that's but I discovered that you were actually sorted into a different yeah. house so, entirely. So you're you're for real though, uh, also a Ravenclaw. I yeah. So I went to Pottermore because uh, I remembered taking that sorting quiz that they have there. Um, Sure enough, I checked my account to find out that uh, I actually had been sorted into Ravenclaw by Ooh, the most official okay. Potter quiz there is. Yeah, so even though I do value, you know, the uh, honesty and kindness and loyalty and stuff very highly, uh, apparently I'm really jazzed about, you know, the, the essential truths of the universe. Well, I, Hufflepuffs out and there, you might want to close your ears for the next uh, 20, 30 seconds or so, but I got something to say. You know, maybe being real smart, real book smart or whatever, is the way to get into Ravenclaw. Just like being real dumb is the way to get into Hufflepuff. Whereas we think it's about friend friendliness, you know. But it's also just that maybe just there's a correlation there, you know. You belong in Slytherin. I'm just saying, Flash, maybe you're not dumb enough to <laughs> You're be a changing houses. I don't think you would have to be dumb to be in Hufflepuff. I think you could be smart in Hufflepuff. You just value those, uh, you know, those traits more. Those things about, you know, the human experience. Yeah, whatever. Sounds like some uh, <laughs> dumb Hufflepuff logic to me. Yeah, um, you sure your you sure your Ravenclaw? It sounds like some Hufflepuffian <laughs> rhetoric. Hufflepuff rhetoric. I like that. Some Hufflepuffian. Yeah. Um. And it makes sense, you know, I'm, I'm a trivia guy. But I'm cool with it, you know. Apparently, uh, Ravenclaw Tower has a really nice view of the grounds of Hogwarts. So, you yeah, know, it's a good sure. place to read, which I yep. do love doing. Uh -huh. Anyway, that's me. I'm a Ravenclaw. Who's a thunk? Quad. I got the Claude. Um, the first thing I actually want to talk about that I did, something that I've been, that I had done a couple weeks back. Um, I read a manga. A manga. Manga, called, manga, manga. Yeah, yeah, manga? one of them. Mangas, a Japanese comic book one piece? called uh, "Alice in Borderland." That's not it. That's Alice in Borderland. Game, no, I've heard about this. Yeah, so and I also watched its television adaptation, of which there is currently one season. It's on Netflix. Um, it's about a guy who gets transported from normal Tokyo to like a strange, mostly abandoned Tokyo where <laughs> he, yeah, where well, hang on, st <laughs> stick with me. It's <laughs> like, it's like a Tokyo that has been like overgrown and stuff and seems like it's been abandoned for a long time. Uh, it it's just nighttime. 
Oh my god, I've been transported just, to another he, world. He, he, he just falls so asleep at a weird time. He just yeah. naps a couple hours. <laughs> I'm never going to get back home, am I? Um, but yeah, so he and uh, other similarly, similarly confused people are forced to play death games, of course. Oh, fuck. Of, uh, you know, a bunch of different varieties for an unknown purpose. So its main thrust is figuring out what each game is, uh, what they're really all about, and how to survive them. So uh, the manga was pretty good. It was, I think, at its best when it was, uh, you know, indulging cleverly in its in its game's premise. So when you're in a th- the thick of it, you're having fun puzzling out the the rules and the the hidden agenda of each game. So, like, just as an example, uh, a minor game spoiler uh five people get on individual window cleaning lifts and they have to answer trivia questions but they have to vote with either the majority or the minority from a survey for each of those questions a survey that was apparently taken uh about the answer oh, for those so questions it's, um it's a game that i like and you guys espionage that game you guys hate oh is it i probably i played that pretty right much a jackbox game yeah Okay. Yeah, I, was, I think I, I know what you're talking ridiculed about. Ridiculed, and and fucking, they chased me with torches when I said, "Yes, I was pretty solid." It's threatening. It's, to kill it's me. solid. Uh, maybe some people, this some people threaten to kill me. It's not my favorite uh, game from Jackbox, but I I, I like Jespionage. Well, no, we got to play it once. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Maybe next stream. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's it's like that. And the goal is to get your lift to the top with correct answers uh, by voting with either the majority or minority. So wrong answers send you down and eventually send you plummeting down to your death. And of course, there's a hidden mechanic in which the game discreetly registers uh, if you manage to deceive your fellow players into voting incorrectly and awards you bonus points for, for doing that. So it's not just what you know or can guess, it's how well you can manipulate the other players. Anyway, that's just an example of, of one of the many games in, in this storyline. Um, just to give you an idea of like what we're dealing with here, there's always some like second layer to the games. So I, I do feel like uh, the manga gets a little preachy at times, as manga tend to do. But it, it certainly has something to say. I'm, I wasn't thrilled by the ending. Uh, and I would say it made less and less sense the more I thought about it. It's also one of those endings that retroactively, I think, damages certain character and uh, and plot movements throughout the story. Um, but I do think it was also thematically fitting. I'm personally unsatisfied by the type of ending it was, but I, I could definitely see others being satisfied enough by it. Anyway, I'm trying to be vague because it's the ending I'm talking about. But yeah, uh, for people who are out there who are interested in Alice in Borderlands, they'll know. <laughs> uh, um, I feel I feel like I just from knowing what type of story this is and your your consternation, I feel like I know what the ending is now. Which I'm not. Gonna do you want to try to guess it, and I'll bleep it if it's if it's correct in the final? It episode. was nighttime, dude. It was nighttime uh, all along. The people running the game are players, either past or current. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm not going to say whether it's correct or not, but... Uh, I guess I'll listen to the podcast and hear if that's bleeped. <laughs> God, we got to bleep that whole thing. Now. I feel like that's like vague enough that, you know, 
I don't know. And maybe even the main character is a game master, but doesn't know it or something. Oh, sure. Yeah. All right. It's on. Um, yeah. I'm basically maybe. Maze Runner did that whole thing. And just the way that you described that re- reminds me of how like 17 or 18 year old me felt when I finished the Maze Runner trilogy. Oh, I get you. Or at least the first book. Or I don't know. I can't remember. I watched the movies for some reason years ago, and uh, I don't even remember what the deal is with the I read them running. as a young adult when they were like okay. coming out as young adult books. <laughs> Didn't really uh, blow you away. The concept was very cool. Yeah. But the games and stuff, like you said, like the games and like the fun and the cleverness of the idea, I, I very much enjoyed, but it was the, the fabric. The context. The, yeah. The context was kind of ruined the whole thing for me in a sense yeah ain't that always the way or very yeah it often. is i mean the the idea is always fun but then it's like all right well we have to figure out a reason why like eight people are playing death games with each other <laughs> yeah the, usually you i you would assume that the author has the idea for death games first because they want to make cool games and then they have to construct a world and a exactly. reason for it to be happening that's why that's why it's always so disappointing in a sense when you get to the end of these things is because like the story is like just so contrived and like it, it they almost never make sense in a real way because the i the absurdity of the premise is you know it, it's absurd yeah it's yeah that's why it, i i do say for this for alice in borderland the ending makes sense it's like self uh consistent it's just i don't like this type of ending so you know, I think, di- but I've seen people online saying like, oh, I love this ending. It was so impactful to me. I'm like, okay, okay. I get you. You know, I'm with you. I'm just not actually with you. Um. Anyway, so I watched the show too. And uh, as I said, only one season so far. Pretty good adaptation, actually, which is always a nice surprise to see. Um, moves at a pretty good pace, which is, I think, critical. And it covers about as much of the story as I might have expected it to. So it's like right on you know, on, on, on pace, on track. And they do change some things. So while it's not perfect, uh, I don't know. There are some, there are some unnecessary omissions that I, I really question. And there are some times when the emotional highs become a little dragging as, as I don't know, Asian shows or whatever tend to do sometimes. It's just like, okay, we, we understand that the characters are going through some shit. But it tends to take a while. They, I guess, they like that kind of thing. Um, but often enough that the, you know the minor changes are actually for the better in the show, and it hits the points it needs to hit. So I'm looking forward to season two now. And that's uh, Alice in Borderland. I think the, uh, I think it's good enough to you know check out for the. Would you have preferred if it was a tie-in? story named Alice in Borderlands. Oh, to Gearbox's Borderlands? Would that yeah, would that have been better or worse for you? Absolutely worse. Hmm, interesting. Can't remember Flask. Have you uh seen or watched uh the Kaiji hmm. Ultimate Survivor? Interesting. I haven't no, but it, it's one of those that's just like been on my list for a long time. Yeah, it's made me think of this cuz you know, most of it's just about them playing these uh you know, games. Although that shows mm-hmm. more about like gambling, like or gambling, yeah, grounded games, gambling stuff, of, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, although they get pretty crazy later on too. But yeah, I mean, I think uh, 
a similar style, at least it sounds like. Yutaka Yamada. What? <laughs> just a fun name. That's the name of the composer of this of the thing, apparently. I was just reading about the show. Huh. Read everybody. Let him showing off. So Greg, Big you never on uh, campus. You never looked into Alice in Borderland at all, just to confirm. Me? No. Yeah. Okay. okay. No. It looks I just, like I it always... reminds me of um this one old manga I used to read. I don't remember the name of it, but it had to do with like uh little explosives. Like uh it's kinda like Bomberman. Okay. Uh and it was basically just like a uh battle royale game, but they use like little bombs to blow huh. shit up. Art style like they, they just like kicked them towards each other. No, they were so these things. Uh, I'll I'll look for it and I'll show you later. But basically, okay. uh, everyone had different bombs and they had like special abilities. Like one guy's uh-huh. bomb, you could like stare it. You could like stare like through it, and it would target you, and you could throw it, and it would attract to you. All right. Well, for the viewer's sake, I'll have to. (laughs) No, they were doing it. So, uh, I got to look into it because I really don't remember it fully. But it was like, if someone hated you, they could uh, sign you up to this. And people would would kidnap you. And you could, basically, you had to fight a bunch of other people that got signed up to go there. I'll have to, uh, for the viewer's sake, I'll have to insert the name of that once you Uh, It was called The Tomb. Oh, okay. The tomb? But tomb. B T O O. Oh. Interesting. Tomba? Okay. Yeah, Tomba, yeah. You got it. When are we getting a Tomba remake, guys? When the heck? Is that? Or just make it playable. I think you can play it if you have the PS3 through backwards compatibility, but not on the PS4 and onwards. Or if you're strong enough to emulate. I'm not. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, what else what else we got? Uh as far as games, I have an interesting little uh it's not little. I have an interesting segment here. I think the or sorry, what? No, I was just saying you're gaming, you're a gamer. Yeah. I am. Cause I bought the itch.io bundle for your bundle for Ukraine, uh which was around recently. And I had recently or I had previously bought the racial justice and equality bundle that they did a while back and those are you know hundreds of games so i decided to try out a few of them that i have so i'm just gonna like rattle through these uh because there's you know whether i completed all these is irrelevant because i at least got the gist of all of them and i'm not gonna bother mentioning how simple any of these games are because they are almost universally simple and uh that you know in comparison to studio games so if anything, I'd mention the opposite if they're if they're more than the sum of their parts or whatever, more than simple. Anyway, let's begin. Hidden Folks, uh, which is a hidden folks, which is a colorless, like where's Waldo with uh, vocal noises for sound effects. Lazy, it's next. fairly <laughs> lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Colorless? Sorry. Oh, yeah. Actually, that's a that's a point. So it's fairly cute, but I do wish there was color. But I guess that's, you know, it's like a vibe to have it be black and white. Uh, but the one thing it does have on, on the static books is that uh, there's little animations happening all over. So that's something, right? Oh, cool. Uh, apparently, Tim Cook from Apple says, I'm sure my niece will spend many hours in this game. In Hidden Folks? 
Yeah. It's a pretty good uh, I can believe endorsement, it. though. Yeah. I can believe it. It's, it's one of those game games that you definitely game. can just kind of zone out and, and look around in. What did you say, John? What was the last thing you said? No, I'm just saying that's a good endorsement. Tim Cook says your game's pretty solid. I mean, that's, it, you know. Yeah. What more do you want? <laughs> what more could you ask for? The next game, uh, In Bento, which is a, a puzzle game where you arrange sets of food blocks into a bun- uh, a, a bento box. That sounds You know, like nice. a Japanese bento box in All the, right. you know, in the arrangement the game asks for. It's, just, you know, little just a little puzzle game. Tetris adjacent, sort of? Yeah, except you, there's no like time crunch or anything like that. There's no like descending okay. blocks. They're just literally it asks you put the blocks in the box in this order and you just not in the order, but like in this configuration and you just figure out how to accomplish that because there's certain right. rules you have to abide by. Uh, golf peaks, which is you're trying to get a golf ball in a hole, of course, and you have to you have a set of movement count cards uh, each level to spend on the path to the hole. So you have to figure oh. out the direction and the order in which to spend the movement cards so that you can land on the whole space. Uh, cause there's, it's like squares that you're moving across with a, the number of movement in each card. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I like this loop a bit more than in Bento, I would say. And I, I think they're made by the same people, but that's just personal preference. Uh, and it's it's golfy, you know. You're just like little, I don't know, like diorama things in 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 the void, just trying to get your golf on the hole. Uh, Macbat sixty four, M A C B A T sixty four. It's a three uh, D platformer. Collectathon. Oh, I thought we already taught. No, sorry, that was Bat Mac, right? That's the yeah, Bat Mac, the right. Bat Mac, sorry. which came out. Uh, no, no, no. I just want to make a note. That's a Batman. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Man Bat. Right. You know better. So, Flash, this, <laughs> game, this game you're playing, it was called Man Bat, right? It was like yes. reverse. I love Man, Man Bat. Bat. <laughs> he is a scientist who is uh, transformed into a, a Man Bat forcibly against his will. Isn't that literally Man Batman? No, no, no. This is Man Bat, one well, of Batman's foes and Batman. friends. Batman does it willingly. Yeah, Batman oh. just puts on a suit. Man Bat transforms like a werewolf into a bat. But- Man. Does Man Bat have to be really angry like Batman? No. Does he kind of have just, to be? No, it kind of just no. happens. Is he? Is Batman angry? <laughs> he's pissed. I thought he was oh, sad. Oh, he's pissed. No, he's pissed I thought Batman hell. was sad. Oh, shit. No, that's where he gets his powers from. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, I thought he me. was the sad man. Uh, he's the bat. God damn it, guys. He's the Batman. <laughs> I'm not saying it again. It's, it's just too hard. <laughs> None of us have like listened to the pod, so we're a little behind. <laughs> oh, you got me. McBat 64, 3D platformer collectathon. It's like a low rent, uh, like Conquer's Bad Fur Day or Banjo Kazooie. And the best part is probably that you can flap around and essentially fly for a while. So the movement. So you are a bat. Fun. You are you are a bat. You're just a bat. <laughs> You're a cartoon bat. Um, and I would say. Style, huh? And I would say, isn't it? What? Sorry, I was. John said something about the Jersey Devil. I thought a Jersey Devil was like a goat man. Oh, dude, never played that game. He's definitely not a goat. No, but he's not strictly a bad either. I I recall. No, he's not. I knew a guy online once who, uh, his family was 
interviewed for a sighting of the Jersey Devil for a TV show. Real? For a TV show. Yeah, like one <laughs> of those like like, you know, stupid bullshit ghost hunter type shows. His yeah. family was like interviewed. You mean they real say, life they, reality, they, bro? Yeah. What they say is that we've seen him we seen him around the corner. We were we were going to the party store and we 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 didn't see the dang old Yeah, though. more more or less, and then there was like a pan over with like hoofs in the backyard and shit. <laughs> Hoof prints. I hope we have to fight whatever Detroit's uh crypto monster is uh when we go on the vacation. So it's, flask, just, it's just man. Yeah, what do we have? What what sorry, let's let's get back on topic, Flask. What what yeah, did you sorry, think of sorry. what did what did you think of Jersey Devil? How dare you, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> McBat is a small blue bat with a monocle on. So get the fucking Jersey Devil out of the fuck here. All right, um, he's pretty cool. Yeah. So I would say the worst part about the game is if you can forgive any other drink that is, is probably the uh, the very stiff camera, which you know, granted, may be period accurate, but um, still kind of annoying. A uh. But yeah, uh, you know, it's a cute, short, uh, nostalgic platformer in the vein of those games I said. I liked it. Um, Speed Dating for Ghosts, which is a visual novel game about speed dating ghosts. All right, now you got me interested. (laughs) Now, see, yeah, it sounds better than it is, right? It it doesn't have very notable presentation, honestly, which is... The only thing that might entice me to, to a game like this, so it ends up being kind of like not really that great. I, I I didn't get very far in it. I was like, oh yeah, I get, I get it. Um, Depanure Nocturne, which is uh, a little shopping expedition in a Montreal curiosity shop, where there might be some secrets. And it's a uh, it's a pretty smooth package for what it is. It's a nice little, a very short if you just like go directly to the the mission critical ending thing. But like if you poke around, you can you know have a, have a little experience. Uh, hiding spot, which is an isometric puzzle game where you move boxes into place to close yourself into a hiding spot in a room, like. <laughs> you just you just crouch in like a corner and and pull a box to to hide yourself from what I didn't really care for the I didn't really care for the controls just from the world. so just from the world man like there's Different. not like a guy watching for you like you never no. just wanted to hide Andy <laughs> dude all the time just hide every from day. everything every day all the yeah time. no it's just a series of levels in which it's different configurations of like furniture and boxes and then you just have to find the spot where you can pull the boxes into the right configuration to hide yourself or like, like to close yourself hidden. off that's fine well then don't play how are spot. you um i i'm looking at this uh this, this bundle yeah this is the right one right 998 items for ten dollars yeah first of all it's a pretty sweet deal um how are to you fair. choosing which one's you end up playing because there's oh, just so right. much shit here. Well, first of all, to be fair, they're time. not all games. Some of, some of the stuff is assets and uh, software yeah. and stuff like that. A lot, most of them are games. Uh, and the way I'm choosing, is, the way I did choose is uh, there's a site. I forget the the name of it, but there's a site. I don't know if I don't think it's like official where you can um, go and sort 
the bundles. Um, and by you like can sort them by all or... sorts of different filters. Okay. I, I, I'll I'll try to find it because I I, I, I do see very few, but they are good games that I, that I know of. Like that yeah, super hot in here. You got Baba is you. Um, okay, I found it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, randombundlegame.com. Randombundlegame.com is a uh, a bundle browser where you can where you can browse any one of the uh, the itch.io bundles by a ton of different filters. And basically, what I did was uh, sorted them by uh, like rating. Um, there's Steam yeah. rating, Steam DB rating, popularity. Stuff like that. I sorted them by the oh, ones that awesome. were like, these are good games, you know. The that's best great. Yeah, because there's just bundles. so much stuff. I wouldn't even know where to start. I was not expecting mm-hmm. that filter. That's great. So, yeah, that's a that's a cool way to do it. So I got a ton of games. Like, I'm not even going to list them all. Uh, or I should say, I'll list the ones I played, but like, I'm not even going to list all the ones I have yet to play either. Um, next game, Nog, G-N-O-G. It is a colorful puzzle game where you solve little vignettes by by clicking and pulling on stuff. Just kind of whatever you, I don't know, whatever you see and feel. I don't know. You don't get any direction in this game. Uh, And the art style is like that kind of flat. I played this on the PlayStation. Oh, did you? Yeah, I think think it has like a VR version of it, if I remember correctly. That might add something to it. It might be crazy, though. But this yeah, looks the very, very familiar. Sorry. Okay. No, no. The art style is kind of that uh, that flat, rounded, uh, shapey, like, I don't want to say corporate style, but it's, it, 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 I don't know. This this kind of art style always reminds me of, like, not creativity for some reason. So this didn't, I don't know. This one didn't really hit for me for, for that reason and for the reason of absolutely no direction. I was just like, clicking on things and pulling on things at pretty much random until I figured out like, Oh, it wants me to pull on this specific thing in this direction or whatever. I don't know. I, I only, I only got a couple levels in and I was like, nah, not for me. Um, cloud gardens, which I don't even know that I'd call this a puzzle game, but you are working towards a completion goal. So I guess, uh, you're making plants grow over, these little urban dioramas by like throwing seeds and trash objects onto surfaces in the dioramas. And that sounds like it requires further clarification, but no, that's actually, that's actually just what you're doing. You're just throwing seeds and trash until, I mean, you have to, you, you learn until something like, takes. yeah, until something takes essentially, you, you have to learn like how to cultivate the growth of the plants from the seeds that you throw uh, and the trash makes them grow more. So there's like a little element of figuring it out, but it's mostly just a very chill puzzle experience. <clears throat> uh, Fatum Betula, I want to say, F-A-T-U-M-B-E-T-U-L-A, Fatum Betula, is a uh, PS1 graphics style first person walk around game. It's got that uh, the, the dreamlike, nightmarish kind of style. And it's obtuse in a way that I didn't have much patience for, honestly. Part of it is that it uh, it used this intentionally broken texture mapping effect on everything uh, at one point that I really disliked looking at. Uh, 
like that thing that happens when you um when something glitches out and certain uh surfaces get mapped with the wrong texture so the texture is like sliding across the the models and the environment yeah it was doing that on purpose on every single surface which as you can imagine is just really like annoying to look at just very irritating to look at uh so i didn't get far in in fatum betula betula tori 3d t-o-r-e-e which is made by the same dev as McBat64. And it's another 3D N64 style platformer. And this time it's uh it's linear levels where you you collect lines of collectibles, like a kind of like a 3D Sonic game. And you're timed and scored on that time. So you get is uh, a letter score for the amount of time you take. And it's cute. It's got a little uh little creepy pasta to your unsettlement that that pops up crops up i didn't enjoy the game as much as mcbad i would say just because of the there's like some bullshit jumps it has in some places but still another short experience so like you know you're not gonna you're not gonna spend very long in it it's gonna be cute it's gonna be fun uh gigabit is an extremely simplistic (laughs) and short uh 3d 2d side-scrolling platformer well, like and this one bitch. was you could have been like a bad bitch no. running through just straight fucking oh. destroying stuff you know um, yeah is it is it like 124 megabytes no yikes well, go on yeah <laughs> but it was made in uh in 16 days for a game jam and i'm honestly not sure why i downloaded this one i guess something i saw about it on its, it's, it's store page looked enticing but irritating music first of all and uh you stick to walls awkwardly in like a very rough feeling way it's it's an it's a feature according to the developer but it's not it doesn't feel like one <laughs> it feels like you're just getting stuck on walls as you try to jump past them but it's a you know it's a game jam project so it was made in two weeks so i'm not gonna and it's extremely short so i i finished it but it's like yeah nothing much to that um midnight scenes episodes one and two these are two really short really short uh adventure game vignettes and they're just like little twilight zone inspired stories to click through and and solve they're nice enough well done for what they are um and then the last one i'll talk about uh hypnagogia boundless dreams h-y-p-n-a-g-o-g-i-a which i believe is uh, the word for the state between s- sleep and wakefulness or something like that. Yeah. Hypnagogia. Uh, it's is trippy a f- looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's a first person 3d platformer with a lowish poly fifth or sixth gen aesthetic. And it's uh it's a number of different levels, each with their own theme. And it's a, v- it's very well presented actually. Uh, the substance, like the platforming itself is fairly shallow, but, um, certainly pleasant and uh especially to me lots of uh clear homages to other games if you play through it you'll definitely see stuff you recognize um it's just a dreamy experience or you know it gets gets nightmare later of course but that's what it's going for that another kind of dreamlike game and it's impressive for having been almost entirely made by one person like he did pretty much everything in fact uh 
if I was going to recommend one game from this entire list, it would probably be this, Hypnagogia. But that doesn't, you know, impugn on the, the fun of the other ones I liked. It's just, yeah, this one's probably my favorite of the bunch here. Um, Blask, have you played, I'm looking at the list, uh, have you played Baba Is You yet? I have, yeah, uh, a while right. back. I was going to recommend that because I like that game a lot. It's a nice I game. never finished it because it frustrated me. <laughs> <laughs> like I was granted if I had, if I had like kept at it and kept hitting my head against the wall, I'm sure I could have gotten through it, but I eventually did give up. Cause I was like, what is the, the cost benefit analysis here? You know, cause uh, like, I get you, I get you. What is it? Is it, is it, I reached a point where I, I wasn't sure that I was having fun any longer. And whenever that happens in a game, I really have to, you know, analyze, reflect on what I'm doing and if it's worth my time. For me, you know, other people might be like, oh, I really just, you know, getting through that God next puzzle is is gives me that feeling of exhilaration or satisfaction. Mm. Not so much I for me. Yeah, I feel you. If, it, if uh, it's that making me feel dumb. Another one. If you haven't played Don't Escape, Four Days to Survive. I've played that one. That's a good game. I like well, that I haven't game heard a of lot. That. What is it? Do you know? That I mean, is, you, know. <laughs> uh, you basically, you, you got four days to survive uh, the world being destroyed. Okay. What's like the what? It's like what perspective a uh, it's like a like... point, uh, but it's like a point and click game. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, right. And you, uh, yeah, just try to survive four days. Right. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch more that I'm looking to play. Um, so this isn't over. This isn't over. I'll return next episode with reinforcements. Somebody stop him! <laughs> you can't stop me. I have too many games. I've bought too many. I was hoping you had checked out Paradise Killer on the uh, Game Pass. Not yet, not yet. I I, I got, I, I did one of those things where I started, uh, or I looked at the bundle and I was like, oh, maybe I'll download a few of these for later. But then oh, I man. like checked out one and then I checked out another one because they're, they're also short, you know, they're all such like concise experiences that I ended up just assembling this this very robust list of no, games cool. that I've checked out. Of, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, I decided to just make it my thing for this episode that I had done good deal for good cause. Yeah. And there is, um, you know, there, there was a overlap between the two bundles, of course, because a lot of the same developers would add their games to multiple bundles, of course, but still hundreds of games to choose from. Yeah. Let me know how, uh, on the next pod, how democratic socialism simulator is. I will. Um, <laughs> I happened to, while looking at these things as you described him, and on this bundle browser, I noticed um, some of the prices of these assets. Man, oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not a fair price. I just didn't expect assets to cost this much. Ten fantasy pixel human village characters, thirty dollars. Jeez. But hang on. Pixel 50, 16 bit designer fantasy models, 200 bucks. I don't know what the, like, the economy of game assets is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, like, what to compare those to. But I mean, they look like high quality assets. They look really nice. You know, and I'm mm-hmm. sure the guy worked hard on them. Is all you got, Flask? 
That's me. Have we reached the end of the itch.io packs? We have. For now. Cool. As For I now. Said. I mean, you had like a hundred games or a thousand games there, so you got plenty of content. <laughs> well, I think we'll just go ahead and stroll right on to John, who, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you have some real games to discuss. What? Uh, well, I wouldn't put oh, too much stock God. in me. Uh, okay, I won't. Uh, all right, you know what? Just shut the whole thing down. Uh, okay, I will. Right. Yeah, cut it off. Done. But in case we're not done, I'm still going to do this next part. In case and by that, I mean case. Elden Ring. I, I really just wanted to hear your progress on Elden Ring. I think oh, I haven't promised, started it yet. I think you, okay, well, you promised more than that. Uh, I don't recall that. Oh, You were supposed to be Elden Lord by now. Definitely don't recall that. Um, I didn't play it, and I never will. And every day I don't play it, I get a little bit more thankful. Uh, but I have been playing Who are you the real game of the year, even though it came out. Dude, can you believe this game came out? I, I, I believe my math is correct here. I think it came out four years ago. I was playing Red Dead, uh, started the single player up today. Well, I started yesterday, I guess. Red Dead Redemption 2? Yeah. Well, uh, come on now. You know Red Dead 1 didn't come out four years ago. It <laughs> came out like 140 years ago. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, came out eight years ago, John. Come on. Uh, but I was having a good time. Uh, I, You know, I was typing in the chat earlier, and I was talking to uh, somebody. You know, we played so much of the online of that game, I, I really forgot... Uh, I don't know, just how, how good it looks, how good it feels, like playing the actual single player and how much they like. Just how live it is. Totally shit on the online and cut it down to the bare minimum. I mean, the graphics are worse, the animations are cut and, and like faster, which I can understand because it's online. Uh, I mean, the animation part at least. Uh, you know, all the clothes actually like fit, you know, Arthur. They're not just like hanging off of him or clipping through him. Uh, you know, same with the hairstyles. Uh, you know, the weather effects are in the game. Uh, cool ambient music. I mean, it just reminded me of why I like the game so much uh, in the first place. Um, yeah, that's what I've been doing the last... I mean, I started yesterday. I really haven't been playing shit. Um, that's what I picked up. That's what I plan on doing the next week or so. Hell cool. yeah, dude. Cool. Me and Noxo, I'll let Noxo know. We'll play some Red Dead Online. No! I don't want to ever play baby. that again. <laughs> Never. So it Man. sounds like it sort of restored your, uh, you know, Stand and shake I don't know what to call it. Your your respect for the game, it, remembering what it was actually, why you actually were drawn to the game in the first place. Yeah, it looks so much better than that smelly fucking Elden Ring. I, every time you see a plant, really like it's so dumb, dude. Look, I had to run around a little dumb swords going. I'm gonna get the Elden Ring. It's like, uh, all right, one shotty to the face. I'd be blowing anybody out there out the water. Go ahead, send him a, a dragon. Be a dragon can you take some buckshot slug to right to the eyeball. I don't slug right to the head. I don't think so. I agree. And if with it you, does, dude. guess what? I got dynamite, bud. Damn it! He's got us. We can't argue with that logic. They don't even have a train in uh, Elden Ring. They don't even have a train. Fuck. I don't even want to do they have steam technology like what are you guys in the fucking stone age or something what, what is going on yes yeah, everything's like ropes and pulleys 
There's no, no steam or nothing. Yeah, I rest my case. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's really all I've been doing this week, though. That's one of the games. Uh, I mean, that's that's one of my favorite games of all time. And there's definitely a list of games that I want to replay so bad because they deserve it and I would enjoy it. But there's just so many games out there that like I feel Cuphead. guilty. We still gotta be Cuphead. I gotta Cuphead. beat Hades. Um, I gotta Ring. beat Yakuza. Yakuza. Just, yeah, still gotta beat Elden Ring. Elden Ring is another game that like once I'm done with it, I'm gonna want to play it again. But I know me, and I'm probably gonna move on to something else just because. You know, life short. I want to play more games. I want to experience more games. Oh, I smell you. So that was it but for I'm you. I'm glad John? that you're you're replaying uh, Red Dead. I get to watch you, watch you. Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Does 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 Red Dead Redemption Two have a pizza cutter in it? Wow. Uh, yes. Not a real That's one. They just call big, it that. Big spoilers for me, bud. Um, yeah, wow. Big spoilers. There's giant pizza in the game. I'll just move on before something else gets ruined for him. All right. I'm so well, sorry about that, the pizza. That's spoiler. all you got, John. So, like, I didn't even know about the Chuck E. Cheese dungeon. Why I, would you talk about that? Jesus. Ah, Christ. I just like getting in his head. I need just, to like, see him angry. I finished the Elden Ring. Thoughts to come on that. Um, the upcoming podcast. I, after that, just been kind of bouncing around between a couple different things. Some of you may know, I started a run of Twilight Princess. Um, oh. I spent thirty. Wait, 45 what? Minutes, I spent thirty forty five minutes playing. Uh, I haven't spent a while or I haven't spent a whole lot of time with it yet. I've played through that game when it came out, but uh, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, well, it came up in conversation the other day and it just sounded really good to play before i knew it i was playing it um b-man was watching me so my link is named b-man <laughs> uh my horse is named mana that should serve you well <laughs> nice uh only real other xboxers will know but i asked b-man what's the name of the horse and he said bianca and i was like i'm not gonna do that but as a punishment for that suggestion i'm naming it mana so you are so, going to act um, like the link from the uh, the adventure book we played, right? The game book? Yeah, basically. That's who I Shadow think Prince. I am in my head. Okay. I have not got this and uh, play your way through victory. Honestly, like, I don't know how you fix this problem in games, but it's like every game needs to be made with a guy who has been playing games for 20 years in mind. <laughs> like, the biggest thing that bounced me off of Twilight Princess is that, like, the feeling, well, I'm, I'm going to go back to it, but like at the time it was like the feeling like, man, I got to go to bed in like an hour. And I'm not even going to be able to do anything cool because I have like open world tutorial bullshit to do before I can play the real game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every game is like, what, um, I don't know how you What part are you that. at? If you don't mind me asking. Because well, you I'm said you're the, like really early on. So, I, yeah, I'm still so like, I'm before the town gets ravaged by whatever happens. I'm before you become a wolf or anything like that. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, this is one of those like interesting but not interesting interesting things. Uh, I have never fully played through Twilight Princess, and um, I always meant to at some point, and just it's one of those that just always was in my backlog and not in my hands. Mm-hmm. Um, a while back, I did play through like up until the point where you become a wolf, 
and then I got distracted by something and didn't go back to it. And I was like, damn it. I, I was like on it. I was doing it. And then I, yeah. I got distracted. Um, so I've had it again in my backlog. Like my, it's been in my immediate backlog for a while as I've played other games, which doesn't make any sense. Um, so it's just interesting that all of a sudden it's one of those interesting, not interesting things. Cause all yeah. of a sudden you're no, playing I, I I'm like, you. Oh, now you're playing it. So that is like, Further it's been pressure. on my immediate list. Um, that's I'm, cool. uh, I'm happy you guys are playing Twilight Princess. I like Twilight Princess a lot. It's one of yeah, the you know, Zelda games, I don't opinion. think it's, I don't think it's my favorite Zelda game, but it's a really good one. And I love the dungeon design of the game. At least I remember liking it 10 years ago. I'm interested to see if my opinion still is the same, but I did love that. Like whenever I played it, I, I was thinking, I'm thinking of like the ice mansion in particular it was a really cool one for me. Yeah, that one's really good. Um, beyond Twilight Princess, I've been playing. Wait, more real quick, real quick. Yeah, sorry. I just thought of the ultimate question for you. Um, Imp Midna, or uh, real True Form Midna. I don't remember what True Form Midna looks like, but <laughs> okay, never mind. Let me grab it. Okay, Greg. Um. <laughs> all right, I'll wait. It was a joke question, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Well, I don't remember it? what she looks like. Oh, true form for sure. <laughs> Not into short stacks. Um. Well, Midna is like a little goblin. She's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> funny. I love Midna. I do love, or I do prefer Midna. I guess. I haven't even met Midna in my game, though. Not yet. Oh, okay. You're just a dumb sheep herder, bro. More substantially, I've been playing Subnautica. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm... When I'm, when I'm in the... When I can find the vibe, I'm enjoying the game. Um, I'm constantly, of course, butting up against the... Am I really having fun? Do I really like crafting? Am I really enjoying some of this? But, you know, I, I find... <laughs> things to keep me interested and entertained. Uh, the game is considerably more jank than I expected based on how glowingly people talk about this game. But there, there's a lot of it that's like, how have I not heard about this, about this game? Like the fact that like twice now I've lost like an hour and a half of progress because of weird save issues and also just not having an autosave at all in any way. Which is huh. ridiculous. Like insane. I don't remember like running into issues like that. I played all the way through it, and I don't remember stuff like janky and save issues and stuff. Maybe I'm just remembering it with like rose tinted glasses or something, but I don't remember that happening to me. So been on or every huh. single time I load, I'm inside my base, but the game thinks I'm underwater. We've had like numerous types of like little technical issues huh. like that here and there. Um. But I'm enjoying the ex the exploration. the The water stuff is cool. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess I'm. I guess I guess I'm more middling on it than I thought. Um, I'm not a big crafty type type of guy. Typically, I think it's like feelings like I get a cool idea, like oh man, that's a cool place to make my main base. I want to rebuild my main base there, and then it's like oh okay, I need lead. Well, I got to get lead by 
bashing random rocks and hoping that one of them has lead. Uh, and it's like, okay, well, I've spent 20 minutes gathering a bunch of resources that I'll probably need later, but I don't need now, and I still don't have lead. I don't know. I, I don't like feelings like that, um, especially when intrinsically it's not like it's not like it's very interesting gameplay loop for me especially because if like i said you're trying to build a base and it's not like you're wanting to go super far out for materials you're mostly looking your immediate area um so yeah i'm enjoying it but i'm i couldn't tell you yes or no about whether i'm going to finish this game yeah i I don't really like crafting either as a mechanic but i stuck with it in subnautica because i really liked the the environment and the world and the like the the progression of uh how how you progress through the game <laughs> just like the the feeling that it that it uh instilled within me as maybe i, as I just I need to forward. do more progression to to see the point of it all i would recommend it because like um if you can if yeah if you can stand uh dealing with the crafting stuff that you have to do uh i think there will be experiences down the line that uh any gamer would would enjoy and appreciate all right, cool. That's all I've been doing game-wise. Like you kind of said, Flask, I put a considerable amount of time in Elden Ring, so you know, I finished it, and uh, kind of we'll never almo- almost, again. almost forcing myself to not play it as much, because like, I still have ideas of what stuff I want to do, but I know if I just keep going, I'll get burnt out. So, mm-hmm. taking a little spacer. I, did you say you started an, a, a new run or, or oh yeah not, i should have mentioned that um me and greg have started co-op characters the greatest run known to man yeah characters that we're not playing except with each other for the most part i think kurt kurt is also in that camp but i get the feeling that kurt has gotten kurt got a little ahead of himself and he's he's done other things with that character now but i, I don't know we'll see he also ng plus the game like three times right yeah yeah uh, Kerr has Kerr got like all the achievements by like a week in the game. God, my God, I do think that is a fun challenge. I intend to do. It's not even really a challenge. It's just being the game a couple more times at this point, but getting all the achievements just to say I did. I do really like this game, uh, and I do want to see the other endings. I've only seen one of them so far. Right. I feel kind of bad because I did. I did want to like you know, have a fun co-op run with you guys. But every time I thought about like, oh, you know, I'll I'll make a new character, join them. I was like, oh, I could play something else right now after playing 120 hours of all the... (laughs) Well, here's here's the thing, though, is that like, it's not like we're trying to beat the game. We're just kind of playing the game. So we have not done a whole lot of stuff. Okay. We've done like two bosses, if anything, I think. I think a little bit more than that, but like maybe like six or seven bosses around... Limb grave and the weeping peninsula. Really? Dang. Yeah, like we've cleared out three or four All caves. All I remember by is now. us doing like maybe yeah. I guess you're right. I, I was forgetting about the caves. I was yeah. thinking more like the one mine we did and like yeah, and we cleared out Castle area. Morn. Oh okay. yeah, shit, you're right. Have you guys progressed past the first like major boss? No, no, we have not. Oh okay. We we so maybe, I, maybe I still, we went I there like pretty early. We went there pretty low level, and like it was we could clearly win if we kept trying it. But we were just like, I mean, why? Like we'll just run around and have fun, do other things for now. Like no need to beat okay. it. 
If you want Flask, when you're ready to play, I will make another character. I guess I can make a, a Faith class. Well, we could just catch him up to our co-op run. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, you could just I join do. me and kill stuff with me if you we want. Can, we can always make it like a bouncing run between the four of us or whoever wants to join. Um, I'm free after this podcast, so I know you might have to go what? to bed, Greg. Yeah, I'll be done. All right. Uh, quickly, very quickly, because I've been taking a lot of time not saying a whole lot, I'd just like to say I've watched The Righteous Gemstones, most of season two, but all season one. Flask, have you seen that show? I have not. John, you have. Yes. I, I kind of already let the cat out of the bag about my thoughts about the show, but uh, I'm enjoying it a lot, most overall, but I'm continually, like, tonal whiplash and i don't and, and i see like some critics are saying it's like really good tonal whiplash and i'm not saying i disagree maybe i do it's just it, it's it's weird the the expectations of the show or why expectations for the show versus what the show is was totally not it's totally not lining up and it never is you know what i mean uh and i don't know whether that's good or bad yet i guess i'm still watching it and i need to digest it a bit more I do. I do actually feel like I know what you mean with the tonal whiplash, like I, I, that it might not be impacting you the same way that's impacting other people. Well, it's 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 things like um, thematic some thematical whiplash here. I don't think this is really any spoilers for the show, but the show's about this family who runs a mega church headed by John Goodman, um, and his children who are all kind of fucked up in their own little ways, neurotic or abrasive etc and it, they're like a super rich greedy mega church family but the show doesn't want to be about mega churches it just wants to use the huh. mega church as a setting so like the the simple fact of like he's a priest he's a he the character eli genuinely seems seems to be a good guy he like genuinely believes in god and maybe he has his greed about him, but like you don't really get the feeling that like the show is ever going to confront him other than like making little snide comments here and there. Um, and you get the feeling that like Eli is, okay. I don't know. It, it, it's weird. Like Danny McBride has said this about the show specifically that the show is about family and their dynamic, which is fine. It's just, it, it's just really gets to the point where I'm like begging the question, like when is the other shoe going to drop on this like mega church thing? Like the fact, so that, they're not. Sorry, they're ahead. not presenting him as as like, like secretly corrupt and knows it behind the scenes, or that he's deluded himself so thoroughly that he doesn't believe he's corrupt even when he is. He's just straight up presented as like, not a uh, bad there, guy. There, more of, there's more definitely there's definitely a lot of B. Like I'm not, and and then that's only John Goodman's character too. I and I agree with everything Andy said so far. Um, I'd yeah. say more of the A column, or I guess more of the they know they're corrupt and they don't really give a shit is like the okay. the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, like, yeah. like uh, Danny McBride and Adam Levine and uh, I forget her name. She's really funny. Judy, uh, the daughter. Yeah, yeah, J Judy. Uh, <clears throat> Adam Devine. Uh, Devine. Um, I, I keep doing the same exact thing. You, that, that's the singer of Maroon 5. Oh, Adam yeah. Levine. Oh. Levine. Adam Devine is, gotcha, gotcha. is, is the actor. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, well, I, I'm early in the show. I'm like well, four you know, episodes Andy, I'm in, and I season two before you uh, make total judgment. That's fair. That's fair. I'm like halfway through, so like I. But also, I don't really there? disagree with anything you said. How many it, seasons yeah. are there? Just two. Just two. Uh, the second one right came out pretty recently. In the cause they, you know, they did like on HBO Max, like an episode a week. I think the finale <sighs> came out maybe last month, two, three weeks ago, something like that. Uh, that being said, I don't want to end on a on a bad note the the whole idea that it's a show about family uh really does come through and you do feel like the warmth of the family and it's a it's a lot of fun seeing all the characters interact with each other and and overall it's a good show i i got i just got kind of rambling about one specific thing i've been mulling over in my head sure Vito, you said uh you were, you were saying something before you got cut off uh i'm only like four episodes in and uh i'm gonna keep watching it Definitely curious. Um, not like completely hooked yet, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, I thought that they were setting uh, Eli up to be corrupt and a and a bad person in the four episodes that I've seen. Maybe things change, um, but I thought from the get go he's doing some shady shit. Um, especially when all these other local churches get involved. There's. Well, for sure there are characters who seem to like recognize what you eli is or sh- how eli should feel about things but i don't want to say too much but it just seems like so far eli has not has gone two seasons seemingly actually not just willingly but like just literally oblivious to the corruption that is in- hmm. inherent in his lifestyle okay he sometimes confronts it in little ways here and there, but like it's more like I don't know. He he's just done a good job building his churches the way he sees it. He's just doing his job. That was a bit more about righteous gemstones than I wanted to say, but hey, some uh, some interesting talk. And speaking of interesting talk. We still have some interesting talk coming from the mouths of Greg and perhaps Vito later on. Nah. Not right the second, though. <laughs> and we're all going to mull over a bit of the news as well. So stick around, friends. I love news. We'll be back soon. Yo, Vito, are you here? We're just starting to think it's been awfully quiet. We don't really have any good break breaking material yet. Yeah, I was taking some bites of some sandwich. Yeah, really? Me too. I'm not even kidding. I'm eating my Jimmy John's right now. What kind of sandwich you got? Open right. Jimmy John's near me. All right, let's do a waiver layer. Top layer. What's on your sandwich? Okay, it's actually a chicken pita. It's a pita. All right. It's not like layers like that. All right, so fuck you. But top layer, what's on your pita? Beets. All right. Carrots. I, I got mayonnaise and lettuce. I got eggplant. Uh, and, and actually, I think mine's just beef the rest of the way down. No, actually, no. It's a couple layers of beef. I got turkey in there. And no cheese or anything? There might be cheese in here, too. It's kind of hard to tell with all the mayo. I've never had Jimmy John's. They just opened one in my neighborhood. I probably still won't go. All right. But fuck you. Well, it's just because, I mean. It's freaky fast, dude. What's the problem? 
Yeah, but New York City is like home of like there's a deli in every corner and you get like a big fat sandwich. Depends on the sandwich. Stuffed. Stuffed for probably cheaper than any like fast food. That's why like subways are like the stupidest thing. Oh yeah, subway's fuck expensive as fuck. Way too expensive for one of those. But I mean I I don't know. I'll have to check Jimmy John's out. It's not good. It's just like well, it's not good. It is good. It's not like it's fucking gourmet, but it's good. It's more just convenient and fast. And, uh, they're, they're cold sandwiches, too. It's not like... Yeah, they're all cold sandwiches. You're eating cold beef? Yeah, it's good. That's a little weird. What are you talking about? You, 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 you've never had cold roast beef? Oh, you mean like a cold cut? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking. No, I, I was thinking like ground beef or something. No, like no. I'm just saying all their subs are are cold cuts. Come on. I don't know. Man, maybe I'll have know. to meet this Jimmy Bro. John myself. I don't know if you want to. I think he's a pro Papa John, if you know what I mean. Wow. This is Future Flask here to say how very interesting I found your sandwich conversation. Because, you know, as friends, we finish each other's sandwiches. Vito? Yes? What do you got this week? I don't know if Flask is here. Flask is here. What? I'm here. I I don't think he's here. I said I'm here. I think he died. What did I talk about last on this podcast? What'd you do last? Gremlins? Surely I had started Elden Ring. I think probably just Elden Ring. All right. Well, I have I have 60 hours in Elden Ring. I'm level 55 or some shit. Those are rookie numbers. Ha <laughs> ha. Those are rookie numbers. I'm working on it. It's like, well, I, I, anytime I've had time to play games... I've been playing Elden Ring, and I love it, and it's addicting, and I want to play more of it. Um, but I also want to get back to Cuphead and Hades and all the shit that came out on Game Pass, Guardians of the Galaxy, Tunic, good stuff out there. I, so I do want to beat it soon. I downloaded that, and I started it. I played maybe twenty. Tunic? Yeah, maybe played maybe ten twenty minutes. Don't have anything to say yet. I'm very curious about playing that after playing Death's Door. Seeing what uh, comparisons I could draw. You just it's so want to so draw similar. the comparisons. You just you're looking for. I'm them. just like you know. I've never. I'm like astonished at how visually similar they are. Mm-hmm. It's not like that's a like that is a very unique style. I think that like 3D, it's not isometric. It's like a, an angle. I don't know what you call that. And then the cutesy graphic style. I've never seen that before. Death Store. So it's weird that this game also. Yeah, we don't um, play a lot of Legend of Zelda games. I mean, they look similar to the, a lot of the ones like the 3DS or something like that. Yeah. The Minish Cap or something. I mean, even the the the, the remake of Link's Awakening, which is the direct inspiration for Tunic very clearly. Uh, That one had like that clay sort of uh, tilt shift 
diorama style yeah. of graphics. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Flask, you, I can't. You you haven't played Tunic yet, right? You you mentioned it last week. No, right. I've not yet played it. I'm gonna at some point. Uh, yeah, I I'd, uh I really don't have anything. That's it. Elden Ring, baby. Uh, wow, dude, the more uh, probably that bud in your cut. You wow, dude. Where are you at in the ring? Tell, I mean, tell the viewers where you're at. Where am I at? Yeah. Oh, yeah. um, I mean, well, it's not spoilers for anybody's here. You guys all beat it. Spoilers for Elden Ring until one twenty thirty six. Um, I beat uh, General R- Radon's General Radun. Oh, um, oh nice. Dude. I told you slap, could do it. Slapped him up. You're all whiny. Yeah, about it. well. I was not whiny about it. When I'm playing that game, I got like five different people talking and telling me what to do. And I'm not even asking for it when I'm playing and streaming that game. Everyone's got an opinion. I, I know what I'm doing. That's I think the I price you him. pay for playing and streaming the game. To the yeah, no, you right. I know. To be, I know. To, be, to be clear here, what he's talking about is Vito saying, I don't think that I can take Radon. Everybody asking what level he is. And then him saying, and then everybody's like, no, you can take him. No, we were not, not we were not fucking telling you where to go. No, Kurt said right, but I that does high that does happen for... a lot though. I feel like you know like, yeah, people get excited and they just want to be like, oh hey, did you see this thing? But I, yeah, I can no, understand that, like not playing the game, you know, you're just like Yeah, I I'm completely content yeah. playing it the way I was playing it. I mean I did I think I did everything right. I, I ran to Radon. He was a toughie. I only fought him like five times, but like I've said this several times to you guys off the Discord, but my thing is like I gauge me being able to defeat a boss by how much damage I could do in like a single wave of hits. So like if, I'm, if I, I go in, I give him a couple of hits and I don't take away like a good portion of his health, whatever it is, a one thirtieth of his health or something like that. Then I, I consider that I'm not ready for him because can I beat him if I just keep throwing myself at him and I fucking memorize every move he does and perfect him? Yeah but I'm not spending 10 hours on a boss. I'd rather, you know, give the boss 10 now, playthroughs before Vito, I beat I him. You the, know what I, mean? I did the I don't same play Dark thing. Souls, but I would be paranoid, and I don't know, maybe you've played more of them, so maybe it's just it doesn't happen, but I would be paranoid that there would be a boss where, like, you know, you hit him a bunch, and it looks like you're doing no damage. Okay, so this then, is like, exactly something, something that's then, in like, the game. And like, yeah, then like that a is, giant yeah. chunk of his health goes down. And you're so, like, so there is okay. there is a boss in the game, the crystal people that you encounter pretty often. It's like that's like, like not like I mean boss. that is kind of like a you know a boss thing that happens sometimes in games where you like you think you're doing nothing and then all of a sudden you break his armor and you know like yeah I mean I give it enough I give it enough times where yeah, 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 his yeah, pants yeah. fall down and he's like embarrassed. I'm just saying, it at was, my end, you know, because I don't play anything, I would be paranoid. That I, would, I feel like I would always be doing that. Like, I would always think, like, the next hit is the one that was going to break yeah, or maybe, health bar. Yeah. That's when or maybe I you need me, to though. attack, like, uh, a specific weak spot on him that I wasn't, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I'd go crazy doing that. Or he's some sort of gimmicky boss. There's these crystal guys that you run into, and they're, like, these blue crystal guys. And um, you hit them. When I hit him, I didn't do like any damage. And I was swinging at him. I was like barely doing it. I was like, I don't think I got this. And um, somebody in the Discord did like say something, like gave a hint, like, oh, you got to break him first or some shit. And then, so, sure enough, if you hit him like enough times, he, you like stun him and you like shatter like the first layer of crystal. And then from there, it's like easy to just wipe him out. But it's funny that you said that though. 
That actually is kind um, of the nice yeah, thing I... about playing a strength build, because uh, at that point in the game, I was capable of uh, breaking through that armor pretty quickly. So they didn't like I didn't really process what their deal was because I was killing them so fast. <laughs> uh... But I I saw other people playing and encountering the Crystallians, and I was like, oh, it takes a while to bust through that. Uh, and then you can yeah it would take me game. like four or five like heavy maybe, hits maybe i'm just like, a better gamer right. than you guys i went in with my magic i threw a glintstone pebble i was like huh magic doesn't do anything i threw my gravity rocks like huh physical doesn't do anything so i bet if i stagger this guy i'll probably break his crystal and then be able to kill him and that's exactly oh, what yeah, you're smart i <clears throat> that's smart i didn't i didn't think that at all you can try acid I just whacked him a bunch acid you can try acid, yeah, acid in that game well, I'd seen enemies that were weak to magic, but not physical. Enemies that were weak to physical, but not magic. Enemies that were weak to both, but I'd never seen an enemy that was resistant to both. So I was like, I bet he's not. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I beat uh, Radon. That was a great boss fight. Very cool. Um, and now I'm exploring the Altus Plateau. I kept wanting That's to call that off. the Atlas Plateau. That's what I want, kept wanting to call it. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. It's the Al- is Altus. It not Atlas? It's Altus. It is Altus. Oh, I Altus. thought it was Atlas the whole time. That's how they get you. Yeah, the L and the T. Well, I also have dyslexia. It so. is Altus tattoo. Running uh, Dex Faith. I'm like at the point now. I mean, my I'm, I've been using the Twin Blade pretty much the whole game because it's just super great. Um... But I'm like just getting to the point where my faith is like swinging, uh, slingshotting like past my my decks. Like where instead of my first instinct being to whack people, now my spells are like pretty strong. Where I'm like, all right, let me throw a couple lightning bolts at the guy. It might be better than just hitting them. The real gravy to your build then is to find a weapon that, or to find a weapon or weapon art or whatever, such that you're using a faith healing weapon. So you don't even really need the deck so much anymore. I don't. I don't. You know, the, mm. I, I. I guess that's kind of turning into a different build. But that was my progression throughout the game, is that I was decks in, and at around the point where I had twenty seven decks, I pretty much just stopped leveling decks entirely because I had in scaling weapons and my spells were just taking off like crazy. And if you really like that weapon that much, I'm sure you can then respec, take all the points off decks that you that other than the ones you are required. Put them in a faith or something. Yeah, and you would get higher returns. Yeah. It's not obvious, but the way scaling works <clears throat> generally means that if you have C in faith, D in dex, and you're asking what is the most efficient point economy, it's putting 60 points into C and then start putting points into D, not like mixing matching. It's like 100% one mm. and then the other. You just get higher returns that way. And then you got math in the game. It sounds so fucking lame. They didn't even know what math was in the old West. You know that, right? They just winged it. Well, that was that was That's true. No offense to any of our listeners, because like everybody count on every, their fingers. Everybody plays the game in their own way, and I'm not even really insulting anybody that we know, because none of the people that we know are this crazy about the game. But I do know some other people who, <clears throat> who are big Souls fans, and they have like such a hard time playing these games on launch because they don't know what the caps are. They don't know how to ma- maximize their build. And Ugh, like, why even and, worry and about they, it? Come on. Yeah. 
because like because because for me if I I mean because the FOMO, I mean, I get that. it's the FOMO yeah, of no, not of, of of knowing that there's more damage potential that you're not realizing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never I, I we do ha- I feel we do have friends that are like that, and I I have never gotten it, and they're like, you know, you could do it this way. I'm like, yeah, I like I could I don't know. I mean, it just defeats like it's almost fifty percent of playing the game is like figuring like this stuff out, and that's and me. And I, shit yeah, out, yeah. I, I understand that's just me. Some people don't. They want like the optimum build, and then their fun is actually completing the game. And I get that too. But for me, I, I, I don't have yeah, a I, I, I can understand those people, but I'm not that guy. There's, like, there's a, a trope of nerd out there that is well known in D and D circles. I learned about this a few weeks ago, but I thought it was funny enough to share. Um, basically, there are problems in fifth edition D and D that are, are super obvious when you lay it on on paper. And, like, when you talk about it, it's like, yeah, of course, that's a problem. That, that doesn't make any sense. Why would it work that way? But the meme in D&D communities is that people who, like, notice those problems and, like, keep talking about them and complaining about them are, are people who don't actually play D&D. And to an extent, I think that analogy fits here with, like, Dark Souls, where, like, this, the stats and stuff, all that math is true, and it matters if you're going to try to max your damage, maximize your damage potential. But the best way to play is to just only give a little bit of a shit about it enough that you're not like killing yourself or like just making a terrible build. But like, like you were saying, John, like this, I know you weren't saying this exactly, but just to borrow like that sentiment that one of the beauties of Elden Ring and the Souls game in general is the ability to beat the game with anything, with like any weapon you want, play it with however you're yeah, playing. Well, that's, that's how it's designed. You know what I mean? I think maybe with the exception of, I don't know if there is even an exception of one or two of you, but yeah, pretty much all of you have beaten the game with a different weapon, right? Or at least a different style. Yeah. Yeah, for, for the most part, yeah. I think maybe the biggest overlap is big big sword guys, but even then, there's not a huge overlap. And you were using different swords, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get to tell each other or watch each other play, and we all have like different experiences when fighting certain enemies because we have different builds and such. I tell you, man, playing you know Elden Ring is like an amazing game, um, fantastic game, but playing it all together, you know, from launch till now has been like quite an experience. Like there really hasn't been anything like that. All of us. Yeah, like no. ten of us yeah, pl- playing it. the game at once, and the way that the, that group system exists in the game, like holy shit, what an experience when you're playing with like fucking ten plus people, and just constantly seeing, you know, when someone's defeated a shard bearer or someone's uh, become a lord, yeah, and seeing the you know, group messages, and, you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's really a, a place in time because you can play this game down the road, the game's still gonna be great, but. Having this experience we're having right now is really cool. Yeah, no, I, um, an experience I missed out on last year or the year before, I can't remember now, time is weird, is the launch of Valheim. And I think a lot, I think it has a lot of the same vibe. I was, I was just thinking that. Yeah. I was like, I'm glad you yeah. guys had that. Yeah, cause I don't know if either of you got in on that no. when, when Valheim came out. But yeah, I mean, that, I was there uh, for Valheim. I mean, I, that is a really cool feeling. I definitely yeah. felt that with Valheim. And I, I think I did notice that when, when, you know, even when you guys are playing, or at least the system, 
you know, I, I when it, you know, when someone in your crew beats a boss and it, it tells everybody, I think it's, that's just like a that's so badass. It's cool. It's like achievements, a, but it's like real time, mo- and it's like with yeah, your friends, you, you know, know, it's it's yeah. You're in a party chat with like six people, and nobody wants to spoil anything for each other. But like every now and then, you like feel something out, and like it was such a cool feeling. And this happened multiple times with me and Greg, and me and Knoxville, and me and Flask. I think even once or twice, where like I would ask Greg, "Hey, Greg, where are you at?" And he'd be like, uh, well, I'm in this one place that looks kind of like this. And I'd be like, dude, that's exactly where I'm at. Do you want to just co-op? And we would just start playing together, you know? And it was exactly like the Dark Souls experience where we both had had our own totally unique paths on getting to this location. But we just so happened to be in that location at the same time, so we might as well co-op. You know what I mean? And we went through it together. And uh, there was a lot of moments like that in the first few weeks that just felt great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. Now, um, I do have an important question. Yep. Yeah. For John, actually. Ooh. If Cowboys can't count, explain Blackjack. I think they just slapped the table. I just heard John um, slam his fucking hands on this. I was going to say, if I didn't want to mess up the audio, I was about to just fucking tear my headset off and run out the door. I can't explain it, all right? I guess they just just have good faith and they trust each other. All right, Vito, you managed to spend quite a yarn about not having much to talk about, you say. You do this every week. You always not have much to talk about, and then you find something. Uh, You guys help me out. You you guys help me out. I think a lot about how to help Vito out. Uh, Greg... Uh, as Hello. as everybody knows by now, Greg rolled the lowest initiative in the pre-pod game. So, Greg, as always, as always, uh, right before the news, right at the end of the roundtable, and with some interesting things to say, what have you been doing the last couple of weeks? Pet me up a little bit. Oh boy, do I have things. <clears throat> so the first one, uh, a hit game got updated. You may have heard of it called Fortnite. It's a little game, it's a little <laughs> oh, indie game God. that came out. I've heard of it. I uh, saw you on that that Fortnite. They uh they removed Fortnite? building to For Fortnite temporarily, right? Like maybe it's even back in by now. Uh I would think so. I I only I basically me and my friend Eric uh we I I was like, "Yo, they got rid of building. Let's play this game for like a day." Uh and we played it and it was a ton of fun. I, uh, what does that mean? Like, why is that important? Why would they get rid of something? I don't, building I don't know anything is about like Fortnite. A core feature of that game. So like, why would you get like, excited when they remove it? All right, because Vito, annoying Vito, as annoying. All right, you know what Fortnite is, right? It's a battle royale. It's a battle. Ro- it's a battle royale, but I'm I'm not. All right, so imagine you're playing building. PUBG, but someone had the ability to like build walls around. The second them. you shoot them, they the just. Do we, like, do we really have to describe pieces. what Fortnite yeah, I don't know, is? What's going on here, Vito? Are you that old? You don't know. You you've seen Fortnite. You know Come. what Fortnite is? No, I, I I know what Fortnite is, but I, I don't understand why the sentiment is we're excited. Oh, okay. That they got well, that, rid of, that's like, the a big feature. Well, that's the differentiator well, for Fortnite is like the building, but that uh, is also like you know, an obstacle for some players because there's a rich battle royale community that doesn't really, that likes just shooting things in the running away from the circle. That doesn't want to have to wait. Not building yeah. competing uh, towers to heaven I hate, to try I to kill the other hate person. The building. I, and, uh, it's been a long time since I've played a battle royale, but like when I was into that genre, I played Fortnite in like the first season, uh, maybe even like the beta, whatever. When, when Whenever it first came out, because it was right after, right off the 
presses of PUBG. Uh, I remember yeah. just immediately bouncing off because of the building. I, it was just not a mechanic oh. I was interested in engaging with. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, like I played it when it uh like with Andy when it like when it first came out. I played it with a friend of mine, and then you know uh I didn't play it for a while. I was like, oh, they got rid of building. Let me check it. That game is a night and day difference to what it originally was. Like, uh, I dropped in the map. Uh, well, first off, let me just say, um, Hit Tomato Town. Uh, I have a story about Tomato I Town, or what I think was Tomato Town. Uh, so before I played it to download it, I decided to play games without him, a few games. Uh, I played uh, a squad game. Uh, I loaded in and I immediately left because there was a child screaming in my ears, another child calling me dog water constantly, and another a dude, water, dog dude, water. another guy who was probably like, he was an older dude, and he was just letting these kids get to him. He was like, shut up, kid, just I shut up, shut up. Yo, I ain't and dog water, cut it so, out. <laughs> basically, so I, I quit immediately. I went to solos by myself. <laughs> uh, excuse me and I was like alright let's see a game uh, I decided to go to the Daily Bugle which is as you guys know the uh, the Spider-Man news uh, news station or whatever and um, yeah I started there uh, didn't see a single person for like maybe 20 minutes playing it instead I kept finding uh, NPCs who were walking around I would kill them they would uh do all this crazy shit. Uh, I found a tank at one point, and you're just able to drive this tank around and shoot at people. It's uh, sorry, I was watching Sounds the like uh, Discord thing. I mean, they Dude, have cars and stuff, and they yeah, they have cars. You have to fill the cars up with gas. Um, I uh, I hit Naruto with a car. That was pretty crazy. Um, That's more powerful than any. Jutsu. Yeah, it dude. It's just that game is so. Wacky. Wacky is the best way I can describe that game. Like, it is just chaos incarnate. Like, when I would find people, uh, because the building wasn't in, if you shot them once, normally people would, like, spin around and start building stuff. Uh, you would just see them jump, spin around, and nothing would happen. And you would just shoot them right there in the middle of, in the, middle of uh, the woods. Wait, it was, what? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um... I mean, I only played it that one day, but and when we played with Eric, we uh we did win. We did get a uh, a victory royale, as they say in the biz, and we kept singing that stupid ass song. Get down, number one victory yeah. royale. Number one victory royale. We just kept singing that and screaming it at each other. My favorite. Whenever uh, I think of that song, it gets stuck in my head first off, and then I think of my favorite meme version of that is the talking, uh, webm gif of uh, Chairman Mao singing that. I love it. Oh, but yeah, it's Fortnite. Uh, it's so whatever. wait, are you unclear uh, on whether this is a like a season wide uh, th removal or whether so this is playlists I, it's, it's, or yeah? They go ahead, Greg. I was I was gonna say so when you start the game up, uh, it played like a little cutscene, and there was this, this group called like the Imagine. I think it's called like the Imagine Group or something like that. And they hit a button, and they literally delete building from the entire world. Oh, and Imagine Dragons would do that, uh, yeah. Yeah, and then like a little message pops up that says, you gotta defeat the Imagine group to uh, bring back building. So, 
I'm guessing it's coming back, but hopefully they do it like they did with like Warzone, where they had Rebirth Island and they just make it its own thing. So because I feel like a lot of I think the because a lot of people go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Andy. No, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was just gonna say I think the answer to that is however Fortnite has handled its previous seasons because it always does something wacky every season, right? Like yeah, it definitely does. So are the same? Like, had like airplanes and mechs. Uh, I have no idea about that. I, I, I didn't look that deep into it. I just played the game and was like, whatever. Well, uh, but it was, it was fun. I guess the marketing worked, right? Because they wanted people to be like, oh, hey, there's no building. Let me try Fortnite now. And and you did. And there are definitely, uh, there's definitely a lot of people like streamers that I've uh, seen that are just playing Fortnite now. Cause they're like, oh yeah, this is fun. I saw some headlights so headlines saying they're considering making it permanent the no building. That'd but be cool. I was like I was like that cannot possibly be like I, a I game remember wide doing thing. it. That would have to be playlists like or modes. subreddits and stuff and people were fairly certain that it was coming back in like a week. Uh, yeah, I'm, know, I'm, 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 I'm sure it's going to come back in a week. How how the community does But I would I would definitely like like a uh, a different mode. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, there is a rumor. I forgot where I saw it. Screaming children. But someone right was now. saying uh, the next guest characters, like you know, they have like Naruto and all of them. They were gonna add the One Piece characters. So I was like, oh man, I'm gonna save that oh. for John. Just in time for the TV play- show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Fortnite. Not gonna be their actual designs. Are gonna be like modeled after the actors that were cast. Oh as God. <laughs> live action. No, that's live weird. action Cowboy Bebop ones also. Yep. Yes, please. Uh now this next game. All right. This is a little rough to even uh bring up because I really didn't even want to talk about it. <clears throat> uh so there's a little bug, there's a bug in my brain, guys. There there's is a, bug a big bug brain. and he mind controls me. And he made me do something I never thought I'd ever do. Oh my god, you played World again. of Warcraft again. I Bought a month of World of Warcraft time. Jesus. Because I was like, well... They're announcing a new expansion or something? They're going to announce a new expansion on the 19th. Did they remove building from that, too? Uh, I'm sorry, one more time? Did they remove building from World of Warcraft as well? They they have removed anything. uh, That's whatever. Uh, (laughs) So I've... Listen, I'm just going to get mad. Um... So, well, I stopped playing, which is pretty crazy. Uh, so when I uh, reapplied my thing, I have the last time I played World of Warcraft was uh, March. I think it's like fifteenth, twenty twenty one. So I've been off World of Warcraft for a year before coming back here. Um, <clears throat> I had two patches to go through. Uh, the first one is Chains of Domination, and the second one, uh. I think it's called Sanctum or something like that. I don't remember the name of it. Real cool names. Yeah, uh, that's what you think, right? Um, <clears throat> so there's a lot of shit that I want. I've I've been going through. I it took me like th- I finished the first patch uh, before we started doing this. I finished nine point one. Uh there were some cool parts. Um, I think it was really good that. Uh, so I started the game up. And it spawned me in my area and it was like, hey, you can do the 9.1 stuff or go to 9.2. And I was like, all right, let me do my dailies first, you know, to just get all the shit out of the way. And then I can start the new content. And it was uh, it was it was like slipping back into an old dirty shoe 
it was uh i i did my dailies i was like wow this took a long time this was uh kind of complicated and annoying i went to this place called the mall which is um uh you can't mount you can't do like anything fun there for a while or you get kicked out uh after a while uh so i did all that i was like man this kind of sucks let me start the next let me start like the uh patch when i actually came here to like play uh so i started playing it and all the and then suddenly i started getting like cool upgrades like one of the upgrades i'm able to mount and like fly in uh the, the zones now which was really good so i was able to like fly to areas and it cut down my time like for doing shit in, like in like half which was awesome uh, the second thing I they gave me was they got rid of this thing called the Eye of the Jailer, which uh, if you're in this place called the Maw for long enough, uh, if you're doing stuff like activities in it, the bar will increase, and if it gets all the way maxed out, it would uh, start debuffing you with a bunch of damage, and you have to leave the area, and you can't come back to that area until like tomorrow or the next day. So they got rid of that, and I was like, dude, this is awesome. These two big things I hated about this place, they're finally gone. This is great. Uh, now I can do the next patch. And do, there's some cool parts in that patch, but the first patch sucks big wang, dude. Big wang. First patch sucks big wang. The story. Big wang. The story. Spoilers for World of Warcraft. I guess the new stuff until 14042. Uh. I have no idea what the fuck's going on anymore. Um, this, Is the so jailer this guy, still around doing <laughs> shit? So the jailer, all right. Turns out, Flask. Uh, you mentioned his eye, and I, I know they're they're just slicing off content for this. Like they're cutting so much shit because now everybody knows what the jailer's name is. His name is uh, Zoval, uh, because people were talking about him in the patch. They're like, Zoval, he's he's. He's brought something aboard, and I'm like, who the fuck is Zoval? And then I find out it's the Jailer, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know his name. How does everyone know his name? Bro, so, yeah, Zoval. Come on. Um, But there's just so many, like, weird plot points in the, like, um, they bring back, uh, do you know, have you played Warcraft 3, Flask, or do you know? I played anything? some of Warcraft 3. I never finished it. Alright, so, uh, Damn, this is going to be... So I'm just going to start talking about World of Warcraft lore for a few minutes. Um, <laughs> this is constitutes Everyone knows... Yeah, yeah basically. Okay. If you haven't played Warcraft or whatever, I'm going to spoil a bunch of World of Warcraft shit. Uh, so, everyone knows the Lich King. The Lich King was made... Uh, he's this guy, uh, Arthas Menethil. He uh, was basically controlled by this dude. Uh, it turns out he was controlled by the Jailer. Uh, and not by like the Burning Legion or whatever the fuck was going on. Turns out, uh, Mel Gannis, the person who like led him to Northrend and helped him become the Lich King, turns out he is like one of these demon dudes. Uh, the uh, there are these things called the Nathrazen, and uh, yeah, they they come back after a while. And they're like, hey, we're all evil. We're actually working for this bad, this big bad guy. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Can you give me one sec? <laughs> the pages are flipping as he goes through his notes. Sorry, no, something else is going on. Um, so, uh, yeah, basically they brought back this old group that, and it turns out that these guys are, I, a big thing I saw was that everybody, they're apparently like everybody 
like all these bosses that people like or like all these lore implications are these things called uh dreadlords and they're just evil dudes in disguise and like it's like the same three dudes over and over again apparently that we keep killing edge lords yeah pretty <laughs> much bro um i'm gonna talk more probably next week because i'll probably be done with 9.2 and i'll probably have stopped playing it but uh i do have a few more bad points i have to talk about uh so i have i am currently right now playing two mmos final fantasy and world of warcraft um i think world of warcraft's one of its biggest issues is its community i think the fucking community sucks so much ass it uh it actually like makes me like it it, it astonishes me how much better the final fantasy community is like uh and now this is just a me thing but when you go into like a dungeon in final fantasy everyone everybody i've ever played with is usually like hey like they wave or like they say hey how you doing blah blah, blah. they talk a little bit i did uh i did like six dungeons yesterday uh silence nobody said a fucking thing uh except for one dude who proceeded who was really mad that we failed at a wipe or failed at a pull and he proceeded to call everybody trash and then left and we were like uh that was like Classic. the third or fourth pull dude what the hell's your deal or at least i was saying that but yeah dude like everyone's like toxic no one talks everyone either just like if they don't immediately get what they want they just leave and there's like no penalization i feel like it's uh it's a mess dude it's a it's a big mess yeah the feeling i get is like being addicted to final fantasy 14 is like being a functioning alcoholic where you're like yes your your body is addicted to the game but you still have a fun time while you're like while you're drinking <laughs> you know you're, you're still like it. you're able to manage it you're able to, to live that life yeah, 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 yeah. and then world of warcraft is like being addicted to meth it's just like ruining yeah. your life when you get addicted and to i it. was like because i'm i should say world of warcraft while i i oh god uh bfa battle for azeroth which was the last expansion in shadowlands uh they were both pretty pretty rough uh i thought it was gonna get good in uh the last patch for battle for azeroth because it was adding my favorite stuff uh which was like the old gods and all that and then they fucking just got they just wiped the slate clean they were like dude we know that was cool we're done uh we're just gonna add stupid shit from now on and that's what they did uh but i've been told that this new with a 9.2 uh whatever the hell it's called is actually pretty dang good and uh I'm excited to try that and the new raids. So I'll probably have more next week on that. But most likely it'll just be me shitting on WoW more and talking about how great Final Fantasy is. You could have just stayed away, Greg. You could have just I could have passed. And dude, well, here's the thing. And I've talked to Andy about this, but I think uh, World of Warcraft has given me Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, sure. Where I just, I just cannot like... At least once a day, I will think about World of Warcraft. I'll be like, dude, damn, what the fuck happened in that game? And just the other day, it, it got to me. I was like, dude, I'm gonna, I want to check out because I kind of maybe this new pack, maybe this new expansion will be cool. Maybe I can go back and I can play WoW again and I can have some semblance of happiness again. That'd be pretty cool. At least when I was captive in WoW's basement, I got three hots and a cot. Yeah. You don't get that anymore. Now you just get anima and not enough anima to live. 
The wow, the wow uh, listeners will get that one. Haha. <laughs> but yeah, uh, hmm. so far, um, the patch sucks. Or the first patch sucks. Uh, I didn't get anything cool. And, um, oh shit, actually, I do have one good thing about the patch. Uh, so the first patch, uh, they released this thing called a Mega Dungeon. And it's uh, this place called the Secret Market. I think it's called Tazavish. Uh, what Has other cooler dungeons they've made? Uh, it's super nice. It's like a bunch of, um, it's like a big marketplace for a bunch of, uh, like cartels and stuff. Uh, these like dudes who sell random shit. Like, it's like a giant black market. Uh, it's super cool. Highly, uh, high, I, my biggest thing about World of Warcraft is they got some dang good art. They got some dang good art in their game. I like all their models and stuff. But well, that's something I don't like. Yeah, I don't I don't. There's a lot of stuff that I could go on about, but I feel like I'm uh, I'm just kind of circling the drain at this point. <laughs> I don't have anything but, to uh, say. About have... Wow. Is the problem. I, the, well, that's kind of why I didn't want to bring this up, because like you guys really don't know about World of Warcraft. So me, it's just me talking to like an empty room or not an empty room, but like talking about Our something beautiful that nobody audience. knows what the yeah. Nobody knows what the fuck I'm talking about, so I can't really like. I understand your your sentiment gauge. though of have, having a game that means a lot to you and yeah, not it's, being uh, happy World where of Warcraft it is and is wanting it to be better. Near and dear to my heart. Um, I made some. I had some great friends. That's why I don't even play classic. I would play classic, but dude, I just don't want to taint the memory of uh of like Burning Crusade and all that. Sylvanas, Georgia. Yeah, nostalgia. Um, yeah, that's it. I'll have more next week about WoW. All right, and I'll be angry. I'm excited to hear the evolution of Greg's opinion on this patch. It sounds like the second patch sucks. I was gonna say, maybe it's gonna finally win you back over for good, and Final Fantasy XIV is gonna be dead in the water. No, that's not happening. I'm gonna keep playing Final Fantasy, but I'd like to play like. I'd like to switch off between each MMO and not play both or neither. Well, but that's just me. I've got one Final Fantasy for you, and that's our first news story. News. 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 news, news. The Quarry is an all teen, all new teen horror game coming from Supermassive Games. When I first saw this, I was I was hoping it was a Friday the Thirteenth ripoff, but. That's my personal taste. It's actually an Until Dawn-like game. It's a spiritual successor yeah, to Until Dawn. There, there was another game coming out that was a Friday the 13th. It was by um, yeah, the same was, studio, I think. It, yep. I think there is yeah. one coming out. Yeah, they're doing uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. See, right, see it's right, less right. exciting that it's by the same studio for me. Right. <laughs> but I, I, was, I, I, was, I, I was hoping for I, a, you know, a new take. But yeah, that's a similar bag. The trailer kind of starts. It feels that way, or I don't know. That's the vibe I got from the very beginning of the trailer. And then, yeah, I yeah. seen it was uh, until dawn folk. And yeah, I just you got uh, the gemstones guy in there. Skyler. I mean, they, they also make a, huh. I mean, they made the dark pictures. Yeah. So I enjoyed until dawn and I'm, I'm excited to see a spiritual successor to it, but it's weird how these articles about the quarry are not mentioning 
the Dark Pictures anthology, right? Yeah, because it's like... Why aren't yeah, they I mean, they just announced four more games or three more games? Yeah, and it's also like the same exact style. Like, yeah. Thing. Yeah. Like, even if you were going to say, oh, well, this one is different from those as it is more similar to Until Dawn in its, like, construction. Like, and maybe it's not five-player or like whatever, that. yeah. Exactly. But, but still... Tonally. Why aren't they even mentioning one line about the Dark Pictures anthology? It's very it's strange to me. Considering that's what they've been doing for years now. You know, Until Dawn was 2013. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I flask I I actually don't know the context behind this one, but uh so I'll just read exactly what Flask wrote as the heading to say for this news article. <laughs> Halo show folks say the early 2000s Chevy Tahoe is supposed to be there. <laughs> it's supposed to. <laughs> so in the trailer for the Halo Chevy show, in the trailer, yeah. yeah, there was a Chevy Tahoe from the early 2000s in the background in one scene. And of course, people yeah. were like, what? Where's that it doesn't at? make any sense. This show is like 500 years in the future from when that would have been manufactured. They're good and cars. They're just soldiers, two damn good cars. Classic cars. Yeah, so yeah, the, the showrunners responded and basically said, like, it's it's funny because all these articles about this are saying, like, oh, well, they responded and said, it's supposed to be there. They never actually, as far as I can tell, Lane. referenced the Chevy Tahoe itself. They never were like, that early 2000s Chevy Tahoe is supposed to be there because of this reason. No, they instead made several, like, kind of vague uh, confirmations about, oh, yeah, uh, as close as I can tell because uh, it's hard to pinpoint the actual explanation. Um, the TLDR explanation seems to be the colony brought in a lot of stuff from wherever they could get it, including this 500-year-old Chevy Tahoe. Including the year 2000? Yeah. Now, so they were just like, yeah. offer this. Um, uh, there's a guy that lives near me, and he restores like really, really old cars. So I could see this as like a guy in the Halo universe, like, oh man, uh, Chevy Tahoe, I restored this baby. Check it out. So those were good cars. Yeah, they're good car. Exactly, dude. So yeah, but I for us, know. it would be like restoring a wagon from oh, like. So yeah, the difference <laughs> is yeah, like you do restoring old cars, might restoring like a sixty-seven year old car, but that thing's supposed to be like five hundred years old, like. All right, they're good well, cars. We don't have 500-year-old yeah, like, cars. I'm sure. That's what I'm saying. So it'd be like you, like, oh, I'm gonna go fix this old wagon up and go fucking hitch across the, hitch the across? frontier. Hitch across, dude. If I, I could, throw, I would. I'm, if I could find one, I would. I want to throw stones, flask. But I, I think yeah, you're right. Wood right like, outside. I don't want to like indict this oh, author here necessarily. But what I I'm reading the closest thing it comes to linking the Chevy Tahoe to a statement about how it's supposed to be there. And basically, it's a production designer talking about building a set like this. And he's like, you know, there's an amalgamation of natural stuff that's always there. And then there's also stuff that the UNC has brought in. But mm-hmm. and then the author, after the quote, says, like a Chevy Tahoe. It's like, well, no, right. the guy didn't say that. That's what I was seeing from multiple <laughs> Real articles. Quick. No, no, like, I, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just, I'm seeing it here, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I saying bet, that's I what I saw from multiple articles, the sort of. Jumping to conclusions from what they future? said vaguely. I bet none of you guys have sat in the seat, in the driver's seat of a Chevy Tahoe. <laughs> I have shows, And it really shows. Because if you had, you would know that those cars are going to be long-lasting. They're going to be around far in the future. 
probably the year 5,000 on another planet. More of what I'm seeing from from these uh, these quotes from the show people are like, clearly they are sweating nervously about Halo fans caring about the show this much because they're like, we never expected anyone ever to see, to notice that in the background of the trailer. We, you know, that just indicates to us how much the Halo fans really care about the, you know, the property. And they're like, huh? Yeah. They're like, it's, it's, uh, you know, they've been bringing in stuff. But yeah, they never actually say the Chevy Tahoe is there because some UNSC hey guys, Marine look, likes to restore the gamers won't care, right? Because it's a TV show; it's not a video game. Like they, they don't have a reason to <laughs> care, right? So we're going to be fine, right? Right, guys? Well, we did see uh, that quote about uh, it. It made more sense in context, but the 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 thing it boiled down to, which every article picked up as a headline, was like, uh, "We never looked at the games while writing the show," basically. Yeah. Which, in, out of context, sounds really bad. In context, sounds a little better. So I would say, like, if you get mad at that, go read the actual article that comes from. But uh, even in context, it's like it's still not a great look to not even think about the games at all. Yeah, no, that sounds like like I don't know what director it is when they make like a superhero movie and they're all, like took pride. Like I, I made sure I didn't read any of the comics. Was it the X Men guy <laughs> who did the X Men? Like I made sure I didn't look at any comics. Like. That's fine, right. and like, yeah, you could put a cool twist on that, but like, the majority of people going to see, and I didn't read the article, but you know, the majority of people are going to see it are going to be video game, you know, in this case, Halo players. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Huh. It read to me in context, out, right? Isn't it watchable? Out, at least yeah, it's like today. today. The first I picked up on it. Out today, I'm seeing some poor reviews. Yeah, we'll throw it up after the pod, but uh, I picked up on an interesting <laughs> quote here. Um, not really related to what we're talking about, but when I think about what the series is, this is from Wolf Kill, uh, who's a transmedia executive. Okay, big guy. When I think about what the series is, it's a story of the Master Chief understanding who he is as John. What? Yeah, it's just what I wanted. Isn't that <laughs> isn't that exactly the opposite of of what? I don't I don't remember that in the game. But I mean, if you want to make a story about him, isn't it about John understanding who he is as the Master Chief. <laughs> no, dude, it's like a Batman Bruce think, Wayne thing. You know, right. you think he's really Bruce Wayne, but he really is Batman, right. and Bruce Wayne's the alter ego. His name is John, but there's really no John underneath John the Halo. Helmet. Like there, there's just the Master Chief, pretty much. Yeah, John John Master Chief Halo is his full name. <laughs> I heard that uh, that he he's keeps his helmet off alien. a lot. So we can see Pablo. I need a Chevy Tahoe. Yeah. I always hated that 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 um I don't know justification for like you know like uh actors don't want to wear roles with uh you know master hoods because like the whole thing is you're getting the actor for their face, but it's like mm-hmm. fuck off, dude. Well, that's why everyone was so you know appreciative of or or like respectful of uh, Pedro Pascal in the Mandalorian, you know. Well, I was. Uh- like, yeah, or uh, uh, what's his name, Carl? Uh, dude, Urban I, I was fucking, just about to say uh, that. Judge Dredd, Dredd, yeah. Dredd, yeah. I didn't even Very know much. that was him. He doesn't sound like him at all. Like, it's it's a great actor, oh. dude. He he's Dread. That's a great actor. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's lame. And Pascal is is Mandalorian. I, I totally see that too. Yeah. Uh, even though I, I'm not a Star Wars nerd, almost like they're gonna rely on their acting and not just their face. Crazy. <laughs> Game Pass Ultimate subscribers can get a 30-day trial of Paramount Plus now. Pass. I don't even want to talk about Pass. 
adding well, no, adding uh, even more you value to, see to the, the already show. infinitely valuable Xbox Game Pass for the PC. <laughs> but does anybody here have Xbox Game Pass Ultimate? I've considered what it. What is Possibly, the difference actually. between Pass and Ultimate? I believe Ultimate is also like for the X Cloud. Like console, right? Like you get Xbox well, Live that's, and that's stuff. The, or whatever. That's no, it's the, a it's a version of the PC one you can also get. Yeah, so, oh, so that's okay, okay, that's okay. like the that's what it all it was originally, but the Ultimate has has offering us flesh out, but I've considered subscribing for a month or two because it also gives you limited access to some three sixty arcade things that I've imported over to a streaming thing. So you can stream play it. You can only do that. Uh, X Cloud. The X Cloud, yeah. Uh, and one of those includes right. like Banjo Kazooie. And I've talked maybe ten on, on oh, ten shit, different episodes really? on ten different episodes about how the definitive edition of Banjo Kazooie exists on the Xbox three sixty arcade. And now the X Cloud, which I guess you could play through Ultimate. Actually, I think you'll find that the uh, definitive edition of Banjo Kazooie is called McBat sixty four, and it's available on itch.io. <gasps> oh, actually, I I I did miss that comment because uh, also known as Jersey Devil, we, we were memeing and stuff. <laughs> but as you were talking, I was googling those things, and McBat one hundred percent I was going to mention was a Banjo Kazooie thing, or it's like Banjo oh, yeah, Kazooie yeah. slash their textures look Conquered. straight. Well, that yeah, rare. Rare, exactly. Like all their games, I guess. Rare, right? yeah, in general. But like, I, I remember thinking, like, oh, this looks like DK sixty four. But anyway, yeah. Sure, sure. Well, I mean, I don't. Is there anything on Paramount Plus anyone would recommend? I don't. The new Halo show. show, John. I don't. Care. All I watch I is ninety day, John. You know, you got the same name as him, right? You should care. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> oh man. You got all right, John. Me. I got you. Inscriptions Casey's mod is completed. Casey's mod has got it going on. I did see that. Despite the perhaps ambiguous name Casey's mod, it is kind of more like a free DLC to the game, I think. Yeah, it's an official DLC. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Because it's in context or in universe. There's a character named Casey who I guess is like has made a mod for the in-universe game yeah, inscription. I don't, I don't think it's spoilers to say that there's a one of the developers mentioned in game is Casey and this is her mod. Yeah. Sick. Uh I mean I have to go back and try it. Um I haven't tried it since I saw it. this. I, I wonder how if there's anything like new about it or fixed about it or anything. It seemed pretty feature complete when I was playing it. Yeah, I was thinking that. Although I'm watching like the little video they have now on Steam, and it looks like they have added a little bit more. Huh. I'll have to check it out. Hidden Door lands $2 million pre-seed funding for social AI narrative platform. That's uh, all right. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> like books. Was that, was that mean for me, bud? Is that like the, I, I added own this adventure? Because I thought it sounded interesting for us but specifically for you Andy. Yeah, no. I it, it, it is like a cool, a cool idea. thing. Uh 2 million dollars is not a lot of money to do that with. And no. um that's just pre-seed funding. funding. Whatever that yeah. means. It it could be very cool if it if it works. So what it seems like is it's it's like a platform for adaptable AI narrated interactive graphic novels. Oh, you're saying like um, a more advanced version, of like that website you can go on, like that, like make your own adventure thing, where you type in something and like the 
you know, like to yeah, like AI dungeon, out at you. That kind of thing. Yeah, egg that yeah, AI, AI dungeon. dungeon. Except for you know, you can get it to like explode on itself easily. <laughs> uh, something like that, at least. Yeah, and it like narrates for you, and it actually like acts as a, a bit of a DM or something like that. Maybe. Uh, I mean, that is, that is cool. So who knows what that what'll come of that? Obviously, you know, yeah, yeah. something to keep an eye on. Oh, it's very cool. Probably be using the GPT three engine. A Plague Tale will be adapted into a TV show. A French director is attached. Greg, Greg likes Plague that game. I <clears throat> think this could be cool, and I would probably watch this, but it really depends, dude. And that game's like, like narrative s- heavy, right? I mean, I know there's like yeah. gameplay and stuff, but it's. Is it a narrative game? Um. It's no, been there's, a there's few like years moving around. And there's a lot of movement. I, I, it's got narrative, but it's like, like a platformer, I, though. Like, is there? There's no, is there no combat. No, 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 no. Yeah, there's combat. Yeah, there's combat. It's not a platformer. It's like a, it's no, like a it's walkie. A, uh, it's a walkie game, and you sometimes sneak around, and sometimes you smack lights out of people's hands and get them eaten by rats. I don't know. So that's the combat. It's mostly, I mean, yeah. mostly like you're just, narrative. You're, mostly, walk. you're just oh, you're, you're the the combat in the game is you just have a sling and you're uh you just spinning rocks and throwing them at lights. All right, so yeah, so yeah, mostly you're kind of all right, like a little I, action. Yeah, I'm with you. It's like a narrative game. Like an action game. Uh, yeah, uh, there's potential for a show there. There's, I guess is what I'm there's, saying. There's always yeah, 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 there's, I'm well, like, yeah, I was. You the, know, it's always different for when the narrative is like meant to be felt in a sense like you're the one scared off the rest with the torch in your fingers you know i uh right. i mean and there's I a sequel coming say out. that yeah there's a sequel to the game the first game's really really good i super recommend it to anybody uh i think it'll be good baby but who knows <laughs> everything <laughs> who knows? most uh most tv shows suck they do that's why I think everything hinges on rat tech. I do that need to see the rat the tech. Ten years. Oh yeah, I gotta, I gotta see that rat tech in the show. Yeah. Um, I wanna see what the swarms look like. Yeah, those rat kings turn out. If it's bad, it's bad CGI. I'm not gonna be into it. Vito, hmm. Vito will pick up on that. They could get, yeah. I mean, they could get a <laughs> real rat trainer and just do it. Just do all practical effects with real rats. That'd be that'd be better. Are you kidding me with the amount of rats that you would need? Rat making still a thing. It's not Amazon. There's no. Well, I mean, no, I have to. Otherwise, they would just take over the city. Uh, I mean, if it's not Amazon, they're not putting the rat trainer money into this. You know what I mean? They're not getting. If it's made by French people. It's just made by French people. I mean, they got rats too, and they're they're, and they're and their rats actually, I'd argue. Their rats are arguably the most trained rats in the world. I mean, I've I did seen see that doc- I thought you were going to say the most and, powerful um, rats. Well, in a sense, yeah, because they are more organized, they, in, in a sense, they are more powerful. They also have an older culture. Yeah. Well, just if you've seen any, like, cartoon or movie where there's, or like, a rat, or, yeah. they're always French, and they're always, like, playing music and have, like, a mustache. Like culture and they're, and they're, they're romantic. And, control men. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, nice. so yeah, okay, all right. You kind of keep my eye me on it. Yeah, as a as a rat connoisseur, I, I would like to see who's gonna play Misia, the main character, and then I think uh, that'll probably decide. Because I want to say it'll probably be like a 
a French actress, right? Uh, it seems like they're going French with this. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably like some French teenage actress. I guess. Yeah, I think if you John, really wanted to save money. You'd be, John. you'd be the blacksmith's apprentice. I'll do it. Yeah, you'd be the blacksmith's apprentice, John. I could do it. Right. He's cool. Okay, I trust you. He's cool. I'll do it. I'm in. You could put a couple hundred rats in a in a people costume, and you wouldn't even notice. Are you saying that a group of rats should play the main oh, character who is trying? I'm to just saying, if you rats. wanted to save a lot of money right. and also impress me, you could do the whole show. With just I didn't rats. even think about that angle. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think wow. they did a movie like that. It's called like Ratatouille or something like that. Well, that was similar. That was similar. Yeah, I'm talking that about was, like was, hundreds of rats forming the shape of a person. Of a, yeah. And then Yeah, you and didn't then see the director's cut of Ratatouille? And then, they all, well, no, I and didn't. then talking and all of their little screams being formed into like right. Oh, words. see, no, that was even different. I was saying that hundred rats were going to force themselves inside of a person oh, and make them God. like a meat Mito, pu- like, like, like a puppet? Them out. Mito, you have a mental hey, that's a way to disorder. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what Batman I like, is? I like I like John's idea. Is uh, that how is that related to Batman? Oh, is this Rats Man? Toilet sounds. This is Ratman. Yeah, this Ratman. This gonna be maybe in the sequel. I, I think they're yeah. still in talks. Hey, what's going on in Phasmophobia? Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Phasmophobia. <laughs> they're doing a rework, a VR rework. Oh, well, yeah, I guess dude, you guys are just gonna cool kind of step over my thing, but yeah, you no. Know, whatever. Phasmophobia shared footage. Well, this is for VR of, folks, of you the know. VR overhaul up. Yeah, this is not even this is not your you, thing. Do you, yeah, do you guys even know, know that? Do you guys even know some of the improvements that were highlighted in the video? Because they include yeah, there's a hand posing here, better item placement on your hip, new hover icons, yeah. poses when selecting and picking up items, grab selection. You, all memes aside, uh, your fingers moving stuff now. I mean, you know, Phasmo uh, did have VR before, but it was. I don't even want to say it was bad, but it was, you know, it was bare bones. Like, you know, you just, your hands kind of floated there. They picked stuff up. It worked, though. I mean, I didn't have any complaints. Uh, yeah. No, game. I can tell they, visually, like, having ne- having not played Phasma VR, having played a lot desktop, but having watched you guys played it in VR, like, it, it certainly looks like a smoother, more integrated experience. Yeah. And see that they've worked on it even more is, is pretty cool, actually. Um, Dude, this is a game we paid fifteen dollars for. I was I was right. gonna mention. Oh, sorry, go ahead, Vito. Sorry. Sitting overwhelmingly positive reviews. It's been sitting on them for years now, or whatever. When this game came out, September eighteenth, twenty twenty. Um, dude, I, I mean the the changes that they keep coming out with. It's like, man, I've yeah, gotta have a lot of respect for the developer. Yeah, like I was just watching yeah. the video. He lit like a fucking little pentagram there, and like something. Well, that that's the other thing I was yeah. going to mention. I can't remember. It's probably on their Trello, but somebody was talking about um, some of the changes just in general to the game, not just VR folk. And it sounded a little bit like they were learning from their competitors, maybe, and adopting some of forward yes. one stuff, like uh, um, equipment leveling, crossing out names. Yeah, crossing out names, equipment leveling. Um, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Even the um, the waist, I don't know, the little belt kind of reminded me. I was like, oh, it kind of looks more, I don't know, it's reminding me of 4 Wait, Which, wait, which, which I, I think is the right, well, yeah, it's the right move for them to do because um, those games ultimately have kind of different vibes, but 4 came out a year after Phasmo, and yeah, there there were some things in 4 that you were like, man, 
this is just straight better than Phasmore, like more interesting, you know. Like the like the, the yeah, item I mean, I think they're they're definitely thing. growing off of each other. You yeah. know, if there wasn't a Phasmo, there might not have been a Forewarned. You know, because they're they're certainly you know similar and yeah. you know, obviously four guys going and exploring. And then, yeah, it came out with some some better ideas, and yeah, it seemed like Phasmo is kind of adapting. And and I mean, and Forewarned still getting updates too, so it's cool to see. Yeah. Both of them grow. Right, and, we haven't played as much Phasmo recently, but and both those games were definitely down to try cheap again. as dirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Incredibly cheap for the experience they offer. I mean, it's insane. Yeah, I'm actually the Trillo link is in the bottom of that um, link that you paid for Phasmo. And yeah, they still have tons more things on the the backlog. They have this whole thing called Horror 2.0. I think that um, um I think Horror 2.0 is supposed. I don't want to pair. I this is hearsay. I think a de- I saw a developer post their Horror 2.0 uh, when they. Consider that finished. They consider the game in 1.0. So like, yeah, I believe that we're yeah. I right think now I did hear. Just, that. I think I saw that also yeah. on their descriptions. It says like new ghost events, uh, ghost event overhaul, hallucinations, new death rooms, new death animations, and they found overhauls and new ghost models. I mean, it seems none like of that's pretty, been done and, yet. So they're yeah. at zero, and they describe it as something that's going to be like each update is going to have a little bit of horror po- 2.0 in it until it's finally done. Yeah, I mean. I, I'm I'm happy with that. The game's already like I think a pretty solid condition, and yeah, all the upgrades sound sick. I'm excited for this equipment uh rework. You know, where the equipments have like levels and stuff or upgrades. Yeah. Well, um, they have a whole roadmap here too on the top. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah. Custom games might be kind of fun to fuck around with. Disable flashlights. Oh yeah, I can't remember when I read that, but yeah, just like a bunch of crazy options, like you know, you can change your starting sanity or like, you know, how much it rises, and you know, the the ghosts are crazy or not from the very beginning, or pretty much every little variable. Yeah, you'll be able to change. I can't remember where I read that. Somewhere in the Steam. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, sounded pretty cool. I know. I think also mentioned recently. This is something we've been asking for forever. Is uh, two ghosts, but I think they came out and said straight up, it's not going to happen because it just required too many resources or something, or too hard to too hard to make. Well, happen. I mean, I it's a huge balancing thing, right? Because like you have all this evidence and shit. Like how how can you possibly communicate to players? why evidence goes yeah, where. Like, you know, say which two, uh, yeah, how to sure. separate. And that, I mean, and we, we haven't played in a while, but I know last time we did play, we got our fucking asses whooped. And they've added yeah. a oh, yeah, hard dude. difficulty, which I don't think we've played. So it's not like... No. There was no, a point it, where the game was too easy. Like, we'd walk absolutely. in there, like, all right, we're done. Absolutely. Walk out. Yeah, and that's when we were asking for the two ghosts thing. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It was a difficulty thing mainly. We are yeah. like, oh, if there's two ghosts, maybe it'll be yeah. harder. Now we don't need that. It's very hard. Very, very hard. Uh, I saw here that they're doing a level wipe at some point um as part of their progression update which i think is the right move yeah i'm like i'm like level 110 i don't even know what my level is but yeah <laughs> um which i i don't think it matters well okay it, it does matter i think for item upgrades because i think that those are going to be gated by level right anyway they should add uh, a mode where it's no harder than usual, except there's like another no human there who, uh, who is like uh, allies with the ghost. 
and he's trying to like stop you. He's trying to like prevent you from figuring out the ghost. It's pretty funny. Some of the maps are pretty small. It's just the dude on the couch. He's like, hey, get out. <laughs> get out Why? of my house. This is my house. house. <laughs> Stay away from my beautiful ghost wife. Um, but this is our house. A new Witcher game is officially in development. Using. Yeah, not just a game. It's this whole saga that they are in development now. Uh, I guess that is the news. And uh, as well, that is going to be using Unreal Engine 5. I guess. Um, cyberpunk pretty much killed the red engine. <laughs> <laughs> they could go no further in that direction down that path. I mean, it's cool, but we're not going to see this until like 2025, 20, 26 yeah. or something, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. They're just showing this, so they're like, guys, we're not dead, I swear. Uh, we're, we're starting to work on stuff. I don't think that anything about cyberpunk necessarily affects how I feel about this, which is that I imagine it's going to be a great game. Um, Witchers is their wheelhouse. You know what I mean? That's yeah. They never let us down with the Witcher series. Like they literally, like they they know Witcher and clearly shining through their games is a passion about like the the game and the folklore and all that. Um, Mm -hmm. and they've always said that the Witcher three was not the last Witcher game. Like they they said that as much as soon as it came out, it was clearly the last game in the Geralt story. You know, um. Fans have, astute fans have noted that the uh, uh, so the medallion, medallion is a teaser leaks, image, which is not a school yeah. that we're familiar with. So some fans are saying that perhaps it's, it's part of the school of the cat. I think it, it is 100% just more likely a, a school we're not familiar with. Which I think that, Flask, you know much more about the lore than I do. I think that there is space for schools we don't know about, right? I don't remember. Like <laughs> I don't remember. I'm gonna step uh, up and say, yeah, like I, the world's a pretty big place. Like, uh, it is. I know that uh, I saw one. <laughs> Thanks, I saw John. one person point out that, uh, and and I didn't remember this at all. Um, that Geralt learns about the school of the Manticore, and blood and wine, and apparently people really like that. Okay. Sure. Sure. And either way. Uh, yeah. You know this. This. It doesn't need to stick to any source or anything. I think it could be cool. If I had been told that they were making more Witcher games, I would have just automatically assumed that you were going to be playing a Siri. But uh, if that's not the case, then they're just going in like a whole new direction. Uh, I at least hope that it's not like, I don't know. Everything everything lives long enough to see itself become the villain, right? So I, I just, I, all I hope is that it's not like, doesn't get too full of itself in some way or it doesn't get like, yeah, weird about I'm its concerned. lore and its and its in-universe like consistency there's, i hope it actually there's... sticks by its like its uh solidity as a as a coherent universe you know what i mean I, that it doesn't try to just I, like uh, go all crazy with it I, well i 100 percent. i don't know if this is what you mean but I, like i 100 percent expect to see things like siri as the empress you know what i mean could happen if that's what you're talking about uh, not specifically. Sort of books? The games. The games are sequels yeah. to the books. The games are sequels to the books. They're based off, books. but they're but they're sequels they're not. They're essentially fan fiction. Yeah, they are not. Well, that was the, that was the narratives question, are not narratives explored in the books. They they're sequels to the books okay. using the characters from the book. So they've already proved that they can write. Well, the, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That like this yeah. is right in their okay, wheelhouse. Okay. Like 
And I think yeah. Cyberpunk was written very well. It was all hey, you know me, dude. I didn't I know, Cyberpunk. I, know. I got my time. It was the it. huge technical limitations, really, that in the marketing weirdness. But it it was at its core, it was a solid RPG, and I think that The Witcher will be as well. Yeah, they really should. I was actually I was watching a video today about water and games and and how different games have done it, and they just use Cyberpunk as an example of just. Games that have just fucking shit looking water. It does. It looks like fucking dog doo doo and it doesn't interact with anything. It's just fucking so shit. Man. Didn't they even improve the water at one point? Oh, is that one of the things they did in the, the update? I think oh, it might have been. This video is a little bit older. So it was probably before that, but it was oh, okay. you know, gross looking. With some di- I gotta say, like, we brought it up now. Uh, I have not played that game since we all played it on launch. Uh, I've been tempted to. We've talked about that before. Um, this latest update has got me kind of turned around on the idea that it might be a better game someday. Because, like, that update seemed to be pretty cool. People seemed to like it. It addressed a lot of the things that I didn't think were easy to address that they that I had problems with. Uh, I'm kind of excited to see if they actually deliver on the promise of fixing that game. Yeah. I just want to say one more thing about The Witcher is that they uh they did express that it would not be exclusive to any storefront or whatever. So like even though it's oh, using cool. Unreal Engine, they're not going to be EGS exclusive or anything. All oh, right on. Right on. They said they said straight out it won't be Yeah, they, yeah they they that's the second link there, the tweet. Oh, yeah, they need oh, all God. the money they can fucking get, dude. Hey friends, get ready to go fast in your uh Xbox game experiences with these two furry controllers representing Sonic, voiced by Ben Schwartz, and Knuckles, voiced by Idris Elba. Sorry, did you say did you say furry controllers? Did you say control? Is that controllers with with fur? Yeah, so disgusting. Like you spill fucking one soda. All right, we'll never use this again because it's just disgusting. Dusty hands, dude. Yeah, sweaty hands. It's gotta be like, dude. It's gotta be like a wrap. Together over the past the twenty years, you just take Xbox and Sonic have been story part be. of how gaming has evolved uh, into the most popular form of entertainment. Throw in the washing machine. Yeah, that's what I think, or at least that's what I thought when B-Man was. Or you could take it, it to uh, some yeah. Sonic fans uh, can explore some of the iconic zones of the franchise, like the Green Hills Zone, with the Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> Minecraft DLC available for download in the Minecraft Marketplace. With 24 themed Minecraft skins like, to try out, achievements to unlock and characters to meet, players can collect rings and speed toward a high score as their favorite hedgehog. Dude, you do collect rings in Sonic. That's part of it. You vacuum it until you, like I said, though, what do you get soda on it, dude? Then you're fucked. Don't forget to check out Sonic the Hedgehog 2 in theaters in the United States on April 8, 2022. Oh my god. I think the last time I spilled soda on my controller, but for kids, it happens. Even just your finger, like natural. I'm oils. constantly eating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, games, you get like yeah. matted or something for sure. Just yeah, eat some pizza, touch a controller. Yeah, but if you get a little something on it, you could just take a little scissors and just like cut it off. Yeah, it'll <laughs> grow back. the controller. Cut that yeah, off. yeah, it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's like <laughs> but it's also like a little like a haircut. Pet. You know, you style it. Yeah, you brought brush it, bro. bro yeah, I don't want. When I don't, it's done, go buy it. Why didn't whatever think of marketing is to children before? Like, I'm not trying to meme here. I, I, I could have sworn Guys, I saw my controller move. 
Like it was like, it was it. <laughs> Guys, get- <laughs> I woke up and I just, I, I could have sworn I left my chore at a different place. <laughs> Give me a moment, guys. I gotta, I gotta comb the Cheeto dust out of my controller <laughs> yeah, yeah, before I no, no, D- down, Sonic, down. It's like a chia pet where it just it keeps growing so that you never. Yeah. Surely so, so, so that Sonic. people are just uh, collecting these and not gonna use. You know, you can start like braiding it. Well, you can hang it from the, your uh, the main. Thing. Hang it from your uh, rearview mirror. It's kind of a cool <laughs> like little, fuzzy uh, dice. So when you get into a car accident, <laughs> the controller fucking slams into the car. Slams, you, yeah. A missile. It cracks you right in the head. You know what's funny? You remove all uh, the components. I have this article open on my on my Chrome. We're, we're at the end of the news that we had planned. Um, and I have this uh, article that I didn't end up throwing in the docket. Please let me just exit to the desktop, the title of it. And it's like about how... Oh, I saw that. Games don't just have a natural exit desktop function, which like whatever. I I, I always just all that for. So it's it's one of those things where I must have surprised to see that a strong reaction to this. Like oh hell yeah, but it's like it's never really been a problem for me. Oh oh, I'm there a hundred percent. I'm fine with all I could have my biggest. I could have dark. Elden Ring has that. Like Yakuza had that. For every fucking game, why does it matter? I know, but it's like it's like it's like I feel like they're trying to get one over on me, like. Oh, he thinks he's quitting. Let's bring him back to the main menu and see if he just start continues to play. If he gets so no, frustrated, he like just last, he just uh, starts playing again. Yeah. I can't possibly yeah, like, believe what are you that. Doing? I just I feel like I don't even know how, why it's like that. Like, wh- why would you design no the game reason. not to have a quitting they're, function? They're, they're trying to trick you and <laughs> keep playing it. I yeah, I'll know. give you. I'll give you another twist. Doesn't make sense. Right? Red Dead, if you hit Alt F4, it will not close the game down. It'll bring up a menu and say, are you sure you want to quit? And that yeah. drives me crazy every time. I didn't hit those two buttons to be asked. I hit them to close the game. I, I almost think Deep Rock's like that too. Or some game I was playing recently is like that. Might be Deep Rock. The other thing oh, is when those, those games, uh, when they have pop-ups like that, when it defaults to the no option. So if you're oh. just, if you're clicking through, slamming through, uh, it yeah. it un, like goes back because you hit no. Yeah. Fun fact, Andy. I actually did read this article, and I considered putting it on our agenda for this episode or last episode. I forget when it came out, but um, I didn't because I knew exactly what you would say <laughs> before you said it. I was like, he's gonna just say, "I've never had a problem with this. I have always altered for." Worked for me, bud. No, you know what it is though, because like how many stories do you Ring, filter based on my reductive response? <laughs> Maybe more than we think. I don't know exactly like how the save system in Elden Ring works, because probably because I'm a little stupid. But I know that it definitely saves when you quit, because it says save uh, and quit. Right. So I don't, I'm not going to alt four. I'm going to press quit to the main menu, or it doesn't say it to the main menu. I don't think it's just quit. And then it puts me to the fucking main menu, and then I have to alt F4. That's how I that's how I leave Elden Ring. Right. 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 Sure quit, quit and then alt F4. Sure it also saves every time you rest at a bonfire, and maybe every time you jump off your horse. So I always just go to a bonfire. Yeah, but what if it yeah, doesn't? I'm sure. Though. But what if it doesn't, though? Exactly. What if it doesn't? I'm not going to leave that up to chance. Uh, no, so dude, Souls, does it Souls, do that? Souls games save so obsessively so that you can't fucking like, save scum that I, I just, I literally have never yeah. worried about it with Elden Ring. I have never once considered. The ramifications of just slamming all that for. I don't really think about that either. Like, I forget. Does it does it do that? Uh, that Mister Rossetti warning message whenever you come back after having Alt F4 the game last time. 
Does it like warn you, it like, does. oh, you didn't it shut does. it off properly? Yeah, it okay. Yeah. It so it's just, that's just another screen to click through that's also annoying. Yeah, so you're fucked either way. Fuck my favorite. Ways. My favorite is that that oh, happened to oh, me please. once, like, when the game forced me into the main menu because it the servers went down. I got had to click through that message. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> the game may not have closed really properly. Put the screws to you, dude. <laughs> It's one of those things that doesn't matter, and yet it's like, why is it the way it is? Because I, no I think it's just who designed the UI for. I, I honestly God. think it's just a problem that nobody thought to solve. Plus, like the the idea mm-hmm. of like, oh well, what if what if we put it in a button here and people accidentally close the game when what they really meant to do was to go look at the extras page to see the credits. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Some games have a quit to main menu or a quit. Yeah, to main menu option. and quit game. Those are two different options that you did to right. do. Yeah, no, you're right. Options. Actually, that's that's the way it should be done. Why why do most games start and the volume is so loud it could shatter your ears? It's <laughs> a good question why too. Anybody think like why don't we just make it quieter and if they want it louder they can I turn actually it think that's why I always appreciate games that start at like seventy five percent volume. I, I'm like oh nice. I've, I've this is so ubiquitous that I've formed. I'm like 50% on this, a theory that it's just part of the standard way the games are packaged where it doesn't load the user configs until the main menu uh, has has finished loading. Oh, that makes me even angrier because there are some games, there are some games that do from the very beginning, but uh, there are definitely games because, you know, I always have mine turned way down. I can just fucking tell when it's loading. I'm like... And then just all of a sudden, just yeah, and it's just like really quiet. Exactly. Why did why did you wait? That's more games than not, in my opinion. That definitely, definitely. I hate it. And that also very much ties into games that don't let you even touch the configuration until you've played a little bit of the game. Oh, that's the worst. That's the fucking worst. At any or games that don't let you. Unless you're in the main menu, like if you got in the game, like you yeah, yeah, stuff anymore, or like games that don't let you in a cutscene. I I don't give a fuck, like what time it is. <laughs> if I want to turn on subtitles, if I want to lower the volume, if I want to change my resolution, I should be able to fucking do that at any time. Yeah, I hate video games. Video games hey, suck. Video let's make this let's make this podcast them. about video game adaptations only. All right, first yeah. off. Disco Elysium. We're gonna spitball. What's the idea? What's the premise? Episode one <laughs> pilot. Well, they're making one, so we can. But see they are making soon. a show. Yeah. yeah. Well, what is it? Yeah, we're just gonna wait. Oh, they're just gonna um gonna disco. Yeah, it's actually about dance. It's uh disco Elysium teens. Uh, we're gonna make it into uh like a Hangover style like comedy. <laughs> yeah, Disco Elysium is the name of the club you don't at which they all like, uh, you know, congregate. You don't remember what you did last night or, or why you can't remember things, but then fucking uh, your buddy Kim comes and he's missing a tooth. With uh, Paul Rudd as Harry Dubois. You know, you say that as a complete joke, and yet I'm sorry. I would like to see Paul Rudd <laughs> as Harry. <laughs> I would like to see that, please. I think Paul Rudd could do the range. Well, anywho, I'm I'm about to quit this podcast to desktop. Yeah. Good night, everybody. No, it'll take you back to main Thank menu. Thank you for joining us. You'll have to 
connect to the internet again. Stay tuned for a little bit of a uh, little bit of Elden Ring coming up soon. Uh, Vito, you're like sixty hours in. We'll probably have an Elden Ring pod in two-ish weeks, maybe. No, I'm not gonna put you on the spot. Are you waiting on me for that one? Uh, I don't. I don't think necessarily it's time sensitive when we do that pod. I mean, Elden Ring, I think it's gonna stay hot for a while. Um. We've already got so. I think we we're just waiting for everyone to feel like they're ready. Like, no, it's to have no one being like, I'm not ready yet, you know? Yeah. And, and Vito, if you don't want to be part of that pod, then we'll go on without you. But I figured you might want to. So. Oh, no. Um, no, I just didn't want, I don't want to hold anybody back. But no, I'm down. It's just. I think more than once up, we've so. had fun, unfortunate situations, rarely, where uh, people have great thoughts on a thing, but they didn't experience the thing. And they were maybe just a week late. You know, I, I want to avoid that here. Um, sure, sure. So stay tuned for that. Check you out. Have a flask in John's uh, Mac Macbat Macbat. Yeah, Macbat. Yeah, sixty four podcast. They went into full spoiler territory. Wait, it's coming out on the HBO streaming it's next month. So good. What were you saying, Flask? Before I cut you off the plug. Oh, uh, we'll have an uh, Elden Ring episode for the four of us, and then a separate Elden Ring video for Vito. It's just him. Uh, I thought you were going to say for John. No, John's <laughs> part of our episode, and then Vito gets his own episode, oh. solo. Okay. Yeah. Uh. All right. Do you guys think that Vito's going to have a tough time killing Linger the Seven Finger? <laughs> Did you have to let it linger? <laughs> you have to let it linger. Well, I wasn't gonna spoil Minor Forty Nine er, but yeah, that's that second phase of Linger Seven Finger. <laughs> He's already fought Man Bat. It's true. I have fought Man Bat. Yeah. He's fought Man Bat. I fought Man Bat multiple times. 